Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're going to go down, insights, opinions, conversation, new releases from Craft Impero, and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode. Mahalo. All right, hello guys. Welcome back to the Craft Impero podcast. This is the Viking. I am the Burby Cowboy, and man, it's quiet already. Yeah, it is. You know, like the We're not like starting out with a bang, but man, this is a banger of a day. This is second year anniversary for the podcast yep because we didn't do one last year because of covid well yeah we were supposed to be right around this same time right here where we are and it got yeah. canned so we even joked about not calling it the two year it was gonna call it the two minus one year anniversary thing All right but uh and it's our first ever cigar event in an account in a lounge just cigars running so this will be really fun today. We're here at Lit, our lager sponsor, the OG sponsor. Brian and Dana will say hi at some point. What we did today is we've got a mic set up that's just laying over here. Uh, anyone that comes in during this podcast can come in and throw that mic on and talk. So we'll have fun with that and see, see what that drives. Um, that is so funny. So we've never really done a cigar event at a cigar lounge. We've never done a bar. cigar event, a period. Like we've done... A pairing thing like where we do with the legends where there's yeah. whiskey and then we put a cigar together with it and and we'd retail some cigars but we've never done a cigar event huh. well, that's this cherry you ready look yeah popped wow we're going. Going. all right so we're gonna get into uh, a little something here so what we're I'm gonna go ahead and say what we're, we've got like three different bourbons yeah whether we get through all of them or not we'll just see but um, I had this one the other night and I thought it was really good because you know when you're looking for these bourbons every season you know just sometimes you don't get lucky and, and you don't get one of the picks that you're looking for but of course the hand picks the barrel picks uh, from some of these local shops are the hottest thing going and this is a 1792 full proof of course we've had it on our show I don't know a couple times this one's 125 proof um it's a single barrel and they say on here it says barrel cask now, i don't know if it's cask strength i think there's some details i got to kind of learn how they get around all that either way 125 proof and this particular bourbon um pick is from um it's called hand selected by cask craft spirits and beer lounge in cape dorada and I've, I've never been there but i've always hear these guys really have a nice selection of bourbon and now they're doing some kicking it with some um, barrel picks a, a lot of these now and you know you know what i'm talking about they put these pictures on the back well yeah a lot of places are having uh having fun like instead of just because you get limited when you do a barrel pick right like um every different pick does something different like the way they put your name on there you know you can name it and do everything like that but they won't allow you to alter the trademark label right like, right. like if you have buffalo trace you can't put uh 
a balloon on the buffalo's head, right? You can't do something like that. Um, but, but barrel picks have gone insane. Like, Lit's got all five or, I think five now. This, there's a sixth one coming, I think, next week. But Brian, will, when he gets over here later, he'll talk about that one. You're going to go nuts over that one. But speaking on 1792, I've never had, I don't think of it. Have we ever had a barrel pick from 1792? Oh, yeah. We've had the oh, barrel okay. picks okay. from uh, Total Wine and More. That's right. My thing with 1792 is like, and it was a proven point at Lit. Like, I remember when Lit put it on the bar, they had sweet wheat. Foolproof, single barrel, and 12-year, right? And uh, 1792, I remember the first time I had it with, with you. Oh, you know that rhyme there? 1792, first time I had it with you? Yeah. I'm a poet. You're cool. Right. A uh, I remember the first time we had it, it was one of those really significant ones. And I think I had had the had a crazy rare one that you had from before. And then had the foolproof when it came out. Had this had a couple different single barrels. And then 12-year, we didn't really like. We had that one out at uh, um, out there off when we were in the city. Yeah, I've liked every one of them. I thought the the bottle and bond, which is surprising to me, was a little weak. But that just may have been that particular barrel I had. I don't know if that was a barrel pick or whatever, but I, it wasn't what I would have expected. But anyway good yeah. but 1792 has been super unique and to your point like with the stickers on the back what companies are doing now is as long as you don't deface the brand name of the bottle right and you don't hide any of the perm permian information on the back of the bottle you can put whatever you want on it so like i we've seen barrel picks from this same company before they're the ones that did the elijah craig barrel pick mm -hmm. that had the south park character that said chin diaper with his mask on his chin same same thing they put little stickers on the back to play with them and give them names this one's got a picture of i'm assuming whoever owns it it's it's an older gentleman younger and two girls and it says chicks pick chicks pick so maybe the chicks in the um, pod or the the tribe or whatever picked this specific barrel but um wow, let's get this party rolling and cheers and get in and see let's if this is any good there we go, the beginning of the day. <laughs> Ooh. I like it. It's a little different. It's got kind of a... I'm over here licking the roof of my mouth. Pretty, pretty smooth for 125 proof right off yeah, the bat. The, the heat on that's tricky. Like, it's not, there is heat, there is strength, but it's not, no, the only that's like on your tongue or it burns your throat or a retro, it's just kind of, it's there. It's just kind of mellowing down my that throat makes right you now. salivate. Yeah. All right, we'll get back to that one. That's good. Let's fire up these cigars. So, we're doing a little uh, Tatuaje drop in here. Uh, I'm firing <coughs> up a Siri P. Short Robusto, um, and uh, the Siri P is one of the newest uh, selection of Casadores releases. It's the white and red label, not red and white like the Veracu or the Havana Sixes. Um, it's a more medium-ish cigar, but it's supposed to be <coughs> incredibly full with lots of body buildup, flavor, and fun. So I'm doing that. The Cowboy is getting ready to fire up. He's smoked some of these before, the TAA stuff, but this is the ME1, the original Mexican experiment. No, that says me too. Two, sorry, two, apologize. And the Bellicoso 
uh, Robusto. That's the ME2. So this is the second time. I think, I, I want to say the second rendition is the one before the TAA, or it's the one right after, which would make sense as well. Um, but I found these when we were down, down in Key West. Uh, Point Break Cigars has a monstrous Tatuaje selection and a bunch of fun shit going on there. So we're going to fire these up and get into this thing. It's about time that, you know, they had a line, a batik line down there for some of the guys that like something a little different than the old standards, which I got no problem with. Right. I mean, you know, but at the same time, you got to you gotta move some of that. Not everybody's going to be a freaking Padron or Ashton or insert name of regular thing you know regular company or shop or this or that it just the way it comes together you, you have to expand on that and i think people get nervous but especially in a place like key west right cruise ships are starting to come back again people are hitting duval street you can you're going to have a insane variety of people coming in and out of the stores right would that not be the best time to have an insane amount of variety in your store? I would think so. You know, but it's, you know, as it's okay as to dial in for your normal everyday yeah. customers that live there, but you got to have something blown out. I've been going down there, I don't know how many years now, and a lot even since I've been on the, the bourbon quest and smoking cigars and all of that. And I am still a little surprised that they don't have more... Um, cigar selection number one and two better bourbon selections in some of the restaurants and bars well i, I was going to say high that. end but i've seen better bourbon selections and and uh hole in the walls and i have what but i was going to get so we went back to general horseplay right the bill murray bar walk in that place is completely different um michter's uh 10-year rye was at 15 dollars and four um they had which was interesting right uh, that box so that like what, what got me on that is at that cost for a pour you're not making even twice the bottle which the markups and not that doesn't make any sense right unless you just don't have that many people that know what it is which could be very possible um, but then even even simple things like they uh, their Buffalo Trace their small batch E.H. Taylor uh, will it rye um, they had oh no Elk. Oh, Forster. Sorry. Yeah. They had the bottle and bond, um, but all of it was ten dollars. Like every bourbon was just ten dollars. So then I got to thinking, and I'm like, okay, so maybe there's just not that. Because like even when the girl was there and I walked up, I said, uh, "How much you getting for your mixer?" She went, "What? You make that bottle right there?" She goes, "Oh, I." She come back says fifteen. I'm like, "Cool, can I have two of those, neat?" And she goes, "We need." I'm like, "No ice." She just put it in the glass. You know, like they didn't even, and th and that could be the disconnect too. That's not there. You know. Yeah, but God, you would think they'd get a lot of calls from that because number one, they got a lot of guys that go down there, your age group, my age group, that fly straight in, and you know the cruise lines come, and and there's got to be a lot of seasoned drinkers and smokers on those cruise ships, and and this has been going on for a while. It kind of surprises me. I'm really happy to hear that. And there's the Stogie place is back open under a different name. Yeah, that that got me, man. They had breakfast there. 
had a bagel full of locks and then smoked a Presidente Maduro that had from Padron that had the most age I'd ever seen on a fucking cigar before with coffee and then I had a beer and I didn't even leave the seat I never left one seat and had all of that just sitting there huh. it was it's, it's was awesome it just you and and well it might as well have been yeah you know um so were you um so that would have been a good walk from where we stayed last year did you guys stay same then, place yeah not exact same house but in the we were the in the one next, next door. door yeah so that's a good walk from there not bad yeah just right you walk out left on windsor right down truman left down duval and it's on your right did you go to now i thought their bourbon selection was pretty good um was the bottle cap where we played pool late mm -hmm. one night i did go to bottle caps that's one night halfway in between uh the stogie place yeah that's on simonton right there it's the yeah. road before duval um yeah it did go there that was that was cool again they were much lenient this time you could smoke cigars inside like i walked in with a cigar you know i did what because remember last time they said cigarettes only had smoked cigars outside walked in with a cigar it was cool um i dropped off some our, our cigar event today I, I gave green street a three pack of the hooligan and the cyclops um i tried to give it to point break and they kind of looked at me like i was stupid so i left them anyway uh but uh it was cool one thing that was strange is it was so we went back to hanks we saw rob play again rob benton the beard guy on the guitar with that was and his yeah his son in. is in town now and his son does the same thing he does but his son has a wider range of voice yeah so like he can you know where benton sounds the same the whole time he can bounce around and play a little different which is really cool um yeah, went back to the Tiki Hut, to the Tiki Bar, went to a couple new spots we haven't been into. Um, the green room that we took the cool picture with, with the bar stool last year, is now Rock House Live, and you can't smoke anymore. It's a metal, it's a metal joint, like metal music. Oh my gosh. Um, Man, that place was killer when we went there like three, four years ago. It was no bigger than like a, a 20 by 20 room. And they had and then expanded that hall. Always right? had a high energy guy playing guitar yep. or girl, high energy music. Always in face with the the crowd. Yep. And it was organic, um, uh, uh, like ice drinks. Like what is that? Uh, Tuesday. Oh, make, like Fat Tuesdays. Yeah, like drinks, Fat Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah, the ices or Slurpees yeah. or whatever. But they would do it with real fruit. Like, I don't know if we had a blueberry or a limeberry, but they would do it with real fruit. Well, remember they were making the liquid marijuanas that way. Yeah, yeah. and they were fantastic. Yeah. I loved them, and everybody was high energy, and now it's so big, I think they well, kind of changed. lost their charm. It changed. Uh, well, I, was, I asked the girl when I was in there on Saturday night, um, and I was like, so when did the green room go away? She goes, like, August. Like, it just happened. It just happened. The owner sold it, and the new guy came in and just changed the paint, changed the decor, changed the vibe, put a new sign up and everything. But it was cool being down there. You, I mean, you can literally smoke. We've talked about this before. You can smoke anywhere. Um, but you know what's really gotten huge down there that I haven't noticed in any of the past years I've been there? Hookah. Like, there are hookah balls everywhere. You know the you know the goofy oh, little uh, flavored tobacco, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's it's weird. Tobacco I, it's, out of a 
But it's not even, it's, it's flavored vapor from the tobacco. It's, it's, a, a hookah is where the idea for a vape came from. You know, that's, that's where that moved from. But they're everywhere. Even like the little island factory cigar shops where you go in, you get the cool little case and you throw some hand-rolled shit in there. Walked into one one night and I was like, damn, they got a little party going on out back. Talked to the girl at the register. She goes, yeah, you can smoke back there. Whole nine, we go out there. There's probably nine hookahs on these tables and people are just smoking around them. I'm like, we're just going to kill the entire nasal vibe in this place. If, if I should have <laughs> sent you. I was thinking about it. I had like nine pictures of where I stuck my our CP uh, so craft it's and still at, at the Christmas bar it's not at shots and giggles remember that the, the girl we met there that took us the the guy from st. Louis okay. next to across from uh, or down from Green Street across from the green room I know there was I left one should be still there at the hogs breath uh, I didn't know where we were at Hogs, but I didn't know where that was. I be. knew there was one in the picture frame with Bill Murray, but I'm sure they got rid of that. Yeah, that's you not couldn't it. see Bill yeah. Murray's face anymore. But um, we went to this little place. I want to say it was down the street where there was a theater or whatever. And we went in there, the whole crew of us, and there was like black light paintings on the wall. And I took a picture with this elf on the. That's uh, the Christmas bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it like had down like Michael Jackson flying a yeah. flying saucer in the back room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a cool, that was a cool little place. Now, right down from there used to be the five cent bar. And that's where they had the bacon and you would roll the dice for your price. Oh, drink. that's gone. That's bordered and up. A tree fell on it. Well, I that guess. would, and that I would think, explain that. I think the story goes is those owners are the ones that took their money and went down there and started um, the Bill Murray bar. General Horseman? Oh, yeah. wow. I think so. Yeah, the place is cool. I mean, General Horse. The so this time what was different is like when we were there, dude, they had music going all day out there on that stage. And you go back in there, there's this whole other bar. There's and this kind catwalk. of the stone breezeway out there outside. Yeah, the and you sit right there, fire up some smokes and and uh we could you could go to the window maybe i would order at the window you go up to the window and grab some uh um some drinks and be good to go did you guys do the tiki bar tiki yeah bar I, I went to the tiki bar yeah. no the tiki bar like take the tiki bar out to the bay and the ocean and all that oh did. no no we didn't we didn't we didn't rent one of those because <laughs> that was amazing um yeah no that was that was super fun we had talked about it um, and it just didn't, didn't slam together. We, ended, we went back to the Green Parrot, hung out there at that back bar. There was this, this like crazy blues banjo survival band playing. There was like 12 of them on stage. Oh, Just wow, doing all cool. kinds of crazy shit. It, it, was, it, was, it was cool. That and, Green uh, Parrot is done by an artist. A lot of the artwork and the guitars and all that stuff in there. Uh, a local artist, which I have some of his stuff, Weedman, mm -hmm. and uh, he's got a lot of his work at the um, kind of the breakfast brunch place, um, Blue Haven. Blue Haven, yeah. yeah. Which we also looking. went out to this 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 sweet place. Um, Mom's found it on the like the Key West Facebook group. It's actually a. It used to just be a restaurant, and then they opened the back deck, or the after deck on the back. It sits right out over the private, like you're on the private beach of Sunset Key Hotel. 
and there's this little cabana bar out there and you just sit there and they sling drinks around that was pretty cool that was pretty sweet so is that right next to ocean key yeah yeah because there's ocean no 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 sorry not sunset key sorry um sunset key is the island you get latitudes uh it's southernmost hotel oh southernmost. where the southernmost yeah, yeah, hotel yeah, is and they've is. got that big wash breeze up yep and then like there's this back road you go down it's actually a residential area like a little pier you go down there yep and to the left of that pier yeah yeah um that was that was pretty cool um had a bunch of handed out handed out probably 20 freaking cigars to people everybody enjoyed them it was cool wow you know um and i get the same question can i buy them online and i'm like you know you <laughs> can't buy them online because that opens um, up a whole can of worms doing that. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's eventually sure. Yeah, but that's license and shit. I don't really want to get into. Yeah, right well, at this moment. But um, so we're at lit today. We got some guys hanging out. Uh, Mama boss over there doing arts and crafts and shit. Well, man, I'm. <laughs> I I was. Well, I'm not going to get into what I was going to bring, but uh, it's cool to see our first hat again. Um, we should uh well we could we could. i think mine is still in really good condition take pictures of all of our hats yeah we should hold one back for history we should have a box of historian i've got i've got one more that's still in plastic that, oh okay yeah just so we have one tucked away for like i still have our first manila hot apple turnover box really the empanada oh yeah <laughs> with all the original string all the that twine and, my and the stickers yeah and just hold on to everything and um but no i i uh, yeah I, i'm excited about everything that we've done up to this point and um, i'm excited about tonight to everybody get here and um get flying and having some fun yeah it'll be it'll be cool and then john bartley is playing tonight during the event he starts at six um i listened to some of his during COVID. he was doing live shows on his instagram and like and like you know people donate 25 cents dollar he was making a little bit of money doing it the guy rips and he smokes cigars while he plays it's it's so well, it fits it, it's it's super unique yeah it you fits, know if so. you've ever been in a fraternity you know the first three questions all the brothers ask does he smoke drink party you know whatever and they're like yeah yeah man he's cool okay he's in <laughs> and ours is he a football player yep he's in now we didn't we didn't do all football players but i mean there was like four three or four questions and then it's like yeah anybody got to speak up for him yeah well if that guy is playing killer music and smoking a cigar he's he's definitely in that'll be great and not to mention of course you know me i always talk about try to describe for you guys what what bottles we're looking at what they look like the labeling it is absolutely blue sky beautiful possibly a high of 72 today i mean i think there's going to be a lot of people here tonight i was worried about how we were all going to fit in here and enjoy this place and and don't get me wrong this place is big really big but to expand outside to be able to move in and out tonight is just going to be killer right and who would have thought the second of december and i just looked at they just did the two-week forecast out above average uh yeah i mean you're looking at 50 degree christmas man yeah you and know? by the um, way speaking of good weather it'll be it'll be really it'll be really cool you know today the cowboy and i being behind the booth and actually people putting the face to you know people that don't know yeah that is that is vibrant there's a lot of people that don't know 
um, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty sweet to do it and doing it here at lit you know it's been great um, oh yeah I'll have I'll have Brian tell you about the the new pit coming next week but what do you think of this 92 and what do you think of that cigar well, I've had this cigar before, and you know, it's hard to say anything bad about Tatawahe. I mean, they each kind of have their, it, they're kind of like bookers, you know, you just know when you light one up, it's going to be good. And they have a lot of the same, you know, like we talk sour mash, whatever, but a little different flavor profile going on them. But this, I think, goes really well with this 1792. I'm still kind of blown away that it's 125 proof. That that is a big proof. And yeah, that's that's a really big proof. I mean, it, actually, it's not too crazy. I mean, it's the upper echelon, right? I mean, what, what's the highest consumable we've seen, right? I think what Booker's 25th was 132 and a half. Maybe probably get a 135 on uh, uh, Elijah Craig. Maybe Carroll. a 138 at the Pinnacle, a Stag, something like that. But this is. This particular pick is, it's got all the, you know, like, okay, so you got like some sweet, some caramel, maybe even like some taffy, but then they've kind of balanced that sweet out with some spiciness in there taffy. too. Taffy, that's There's cool. kind of some peppery, well, like I said, like, like a, a, a caramel or a taffy with a little pepper and- um, hear, hear me out on this. <laughs> Uh, like a, a spicy salad dressing. No, I would go go there with it. salad dressing. Yeah, I didn't say what salad dressing. I'm saying something like that. It's it's a, a base a base spice that glades, it cascades, it, it works in. It's it's really it's really unique. The thing I find most unique gets Siri P from Tatuai is I I think maybe next to the Cabaguan second lightest in strength but the spice that does come off i like the taffy thing that you said that that, that kind of works on that this this has really good holding flavor like when it hits your palate it sits on your palate and it hangs out um i can't really pinpoint anything maybe i'd say there's i don't know i'm not even gonna do that i don't know i can't pin anything on it but i like the way it hangs on it just sits there it doesn't go away but is with a little bit of spice and the proof on this, it's not washing this out. It's not burning the cigar away. This, I Which feel like too, I think it would. And for, I, I'm always with guys who are smoking cigars and I'm like, all right, you guys ready to take this to the next level? Why don't we try uh, some retro hail? And they're like, retro who? What the hell are you talking about? But the retro hail on this Me Too is crazy cool. Hey, I maybe mean, not call it Me Too. It is me too. Yeah, it's a Mexican experiment too. Maybe just don't call the cigar me too. Me, one, two. <laughs> one, one, <laughs> two, me too. <laughs> anyway, when I retrohale it, it's got kind of a, uh, a herbal airiness to it that just kind of opens your nose a little bit. But oh, it's right a on. real kind of herbal. And I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to pick really kind of what it is because it's kind of on its own. So all. here's something that'll blow your mind, right? Same seed varietal of that wrapper is what's on the Cyclops. Now it's not that wrapper, nowhere near is it even the same broadleaf, is it this or is it that, but same seed varietal, same region grown as the wrapper on the Cyclops. I thought our Cyclops was... Mexican San Andreas. Okay. The Mexican experiment is the Mexican San Andreas. 
So we've got Pennsylvania Broadleaf with a little Pennsylvania Lajero. Yep. And then some Nick Rong with Lajero in there, well. So, pretty nuts, right? Yeah. It's good. Fantastic. This one, when you when you retro this one, it's got a um, marshmallowy, right? Fluffy. Like it's got some fluff. It's got a real. It's really mild. Um, it's kind of a, a, a sweet, sweet hayish kind of thing. Sweet checks kind of thing. Um, really good. I can see this. Like uh, we we're going to do our coffee and eggnog episode this year in December. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Maybe next week. Well, I already know the cigar I want to do for that. Yeah, that makes it, this this would be something like that. That it's it's light enough on the retro, but then this is one of the weird things with cigars that I've noticed sometimes. You the the smoke production is different through the cigar, right? When this thing lit, the the body was much larger. There was a lot of smoke happening, and the retro was much deeper. And now it's a lot lighter. I don't know if that's got to do with Connecticut Broadleaf. I don't know if that has to do with the type of fermentation used on the filler in this, but it changes as it goes through. And that can be confusing sometimes. You know, like, well, people, people can, can confuse strength and body is it starts off really smoky, and then when you get to the middle of the cigar, it's lighter, little airy, and then when you finish it, it's really smoky again people will call that a, a strong cigar because the variant in the smoke, right? It's like, it's, it is confusing, it can be. I don't know, that's your, that's your wheelhouse. I just, I just tell you what I'm doing and you're like, yeah, exactly. The reason you're getting that is because of this, this and that. Like, we smoke a lot of cigars and I remember the first time I smoked the Miami 15, I was blown away because most of what I like is traditionally round, tight, not right, right. and a specific color, a burn, everything that goes. And then this one was really light, and it was, um, I don't know if that was a Bellicoso or... That, that was, that was the Bellicoso, because I remember when we smoked those here, we smoked them here yeah. at Lit, I remember when they were sitting in the humidor, you were like, oh, I gotta try that. I was like, nah, I'm not even gonna do it. I smoked the Double Perfecto. Pete gave me at the show. I'm like, oh, there's too much tobacco in the cigar. Everything just married together, blah, blah, blah. I'm running my, like, I know tobacco mouth. And then we just smoked them. Oh, and then, and, oh my God. It started oh out God. just like what you were talking about. And then when it started pushing into that middle, the air just started opening up and all those full flavors started bouncing all around. And I was just like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. It, it, it just was, it just blew me away. And it was squeezy, like, you know. Did you say squeezy? Squeeze, squeezy? Squeezy, kinda. Okay. Oh, Baby boy. Here, we got a visitor. Our first visitor. What's up, buddy? How's everybody? Hello. All right. You guys aren't outside? It's so beautiful. I don't wanna be around that guy. Grab a seat, um, throw the mic on, you're the first guest. Oh, nice. Thanks. And you earned yourself a hat, congratulations. Oh, I got a hat? Oh, yeah, man. our first one, our inaugural. I love that shirt, man. Expect nothing less. And what, what, I do too, because that's like something missing? I would wear. You, how far like did you dig in the closet wear. for that one? <laughs> 20 pounds ago, I think? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, bro. I thought I could finally fit into it. 
Oh man, so uh, Mike Weller just jumped in. You guys know the owner of AP, uh, the owner. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, get a glass. Yeah. Um, the owner of AP Cigar Company and the owner of Table 36, who, man, I got to tell you, so the Peacemaker, he got all his Peacemaker in, some of these sizes. So I used to be like a huge, well, like the 10 star, right? The Lancero, right? Fantastic cigar. <coughs> There's a judge size. And I want to say it is a six. So you're saying he got some different sizes. All the size. He's got the bullet. He's got the judge. He's got the oh. 10 star. And he's got the, they're all in there. They're all I in there. I wish would have brought some of those. Um, I, I didn't know he was. Uh, and there's one, there's one more, but that judge with, with, with the shag on it, maybe it's six and a half, seven inches. So they all have the shaggy foot. They do. And they have pigtails now, which is, which is unique. They're cool, but they're, but they're, it's like a 56. It's just the most solid cigar. Crazy. A 56 gunshot type. When you say, um, a judge size. I'm thinking of the the my father judge size. Do you know what I'm saying? That yes. squatty, maybe four inch, four and a half by yep. fifty six, something like that. Wow. Yeah, I'll be excited about trying those. Mm -hmm. But that'll be that'll be that'll be pretty sweet. I mean, um, we'll get him in here. What's up, man? How'd the bike ride? Oh, it's loud. Oh, right on. Yeah. yeah. It's loud. Yeah. It's uh, loud. Pull that, uh, my pull that mic right up. Yeah. Throw that guy on. Gotcha. Mike Weller's going to join us, guys. <coughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, man, we're like, uh, I don't know what we did to deserve all this beautiful weather, but, man, I'm loving it. You know, it's almost always this temperature. Really? Uh, this time of year. Yep. I, well, that, I held my anniversary. That's right, you're six. And it's always, it's always around 70 the first weekend in December. We don't really have fall, you guys. Well, you're we right, that is, that is one crazy thing when people say that. Think about, think about March of this, of this coming year. St. Patrick's Day, it'll be 40 degrees outside. Oh yeah, our February's are winter. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. I've seen, but yeah, but I've seen well, also. Well, remember my birthday, my birthday this year, last year, when we came up here. There are people Patty's that people I've seen it 90 though too on St. Patty's. No. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, tell us when, Grandpa. It was probably uh, 10 years ago when I came back from Utah because I did all the DJ for uh, Jackson's and we were all outdoors. It was the St. Patty celebration in Dogtown. In Dogtown, yeah. And it was maybe not 90, but 80 high 80s or whatever. It was it was unbelievable. Chicks were you know doing their thing when it gets to that certain temperature and. Letting everybody be happy. And <laughs> what thing is that? Well, you know, they like to take their tops off, you know, and <laughs> Do they, show us right? all their glory. God-given assets? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so we can talk God, about you some... you have to be so politically correct these days. No, I, you, know, you could just say they're like, shut down for a week. On, you, uh, dude, people would have to listen to us for that to happen. Man, I got, I got like tens of views on my... On my uh, on my little podcast that we're doing they over do? there. Yeah, tens of views. Tens of views? Tens yeah. of So, uh, Mike is set up down at AP. Uh, they took over that space next door that was the comic area. Uh, they're doing their podcast now called Unrolled. Hmm. It is. 
the worst cigar podcast on the internet. That's 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 our goal anyway. <laughs> so the very first test video, I'm literally eating ramen noodles. You know what you're not supposed to do on a microphone is eat unless somebody's paying you, some weirdo's paying you to make slurp up some ramen noodles in the in the. What in, are you just the eating the ramen noodle like the the mix pack that's in? The no, thing? I'm pretty I'm pretty ghetto. Actually, I had the uh, I had the uh, Master P wrap snack version of ramen noodles. Nice. This is not a joke. No, and, I, I, and, no right, I don't think and, it is. And so I was, you know, we were just doing mic test and, you know, just seeing how things sounded. So I'm just literally with a plastic fork in my styrofoam cup eating some. Oh, I thought that's what you just put in your mouth was like. No, no, no. I, I, oh. I just need to eat something. <laughs> oh. uh, I thought this anniversary party was catered by Ruth Chris. Is that coming? Is that coming? No, back? no, no, no. Because this oh. is this is our anniversary party, right, not right. Lit's anniversary no, party. No, no, I know, I know. It's yours. <laughs> no, two, tell you. two years of podcast. Uh, yeah, I just thought sure. Ruth, Ruth Chris would have been. I figured first year's Burger King, second year Ruth Chris. Well, well so we technically, never did we didn't get our we didn't get our first we didn't oh, get our first. You didn't have so Burger King. No, we we'll call Burger King. Oh, oh man, so, give me that chicken sandwich. That chicken. That chicken sandwich. So we'll jump into, we're finished up the 1792. Um, I mean, I don't even have a cigar. Here, we'll get you yeah, something. Yeah, give me something. Yeah. Uh, Can I, I mean, why not, right? You enjoy uh, the shit out of it. Ah, uh, thank you. You're welcome. Actually, this is perfect. Yeah. Um, here, cutter, lighters, all yeah, the yeah, thanks. Whatever you need. It's all in my coat, but now, I'm, good, now I got this um, leash on. So now that uh, we're chilling, let's talk about some of the cool shit that's happened uh, these, these two years. You know, I went back and I listened to the first podcast. Which, um, which was? December 12th of 2019. We were at the Mad Russians patio. It was myself, Bourbon Cowboy. Uh, push it more than once. No, I... Oh. What do you, how do you, what do you, what am I lighting up? Oh, a joint there? What is that? <laughs> Look how small that flame is. Yeah. Do you have something that's got like a, a flame? We're direct hitters. Here, I'll get you. No, no, no. no. Cool. He's going to cool. hang on. It, cool. He'll bitch. We'll talk. No, yeah, go ahead. Um, anyway. But uh, uh, the squirting German, um, the Frenchman from the north. And it's really funny when you look at that podcast. Every podcast we do now, we have like two, like three bottles is excessive. Okay, like when we're podcasting now. Right. When you look at the picture of that podcast, there are 17 bottles <laughs> on the table. Seven, seven right. right. from Japan to Kentucky. <laughs> well, I mean, there was even tequila. Mexico was there too. Nice. nice. There was just shit and everywhere. I would assume one of them would have been the white label six year. It was, of course, it was. Um, that's how we met. And we had those. We had those two microphones. They were little plug-ins, and we had them in the middle of the table. This big ass table was in the middle of the table, and just talking just people talking yeah. nice right it, it was really cool and then we did our podcast here with brian and dana uh a week or two after that they gave us they gave us our locker set us up that way they've been with us through and through and then uh that's when we started bouncing around we were at montres we were at stanley's with niche um that was a that was a big one that was big niche with niche on. that was cool um, I still say, you know, one of my favorite was the farm where we went from a beautiful sky like this to all of a sudden clouds come in. We're all under our umbrella. 
Yeah. And we have swimsuits on. That was like glorious day. And then all of a sudden, we get rain, and then sleet, and then hail, hail, and then it all clears back up. Yeah. I mean, we got the whole gamut. Sitting about on a pier at his minutes. lake. Right. Right. I called it the seven seasons or four seasons podcast. Right. <laughs> so in one podcast, you guys literally, you were hot, you were cold. Oh, you had one so we, we literally, we, we're sitting no, on, he's, he's got a cool, one of those cool old fashioned picnic tables, right? That right, you can't right. use anymore. Yeah. His kids get tetanus and shit, but you know, it's sitting there. We got the, the laptop, the iPads or it's on the laptop. Then I wouldn't even use my iPad yet. We were using regular Microsoft voice recorder, just nothing. Right. right. Mike's plugged in, set up. We're like, oh, dude, it's like 95 degrees out here. We jump in the water. We go swim for a little bit. We get out. We're air dry in two seconds. Sit down, light the cigars, get going. Ten minutes in, the wind picks the umbrella. <laughs> so then I'm this way, <laughs> holding the umbrella down. We're <laughs> smoking cigars, drinking, no big deal. And then the rain comes this way. So we're leaning the umbrella, <laughs> hanging out. And then it starts sleeting. And the temperature now, is, with the wind chill, it had to go from 90 to 50 something. Right. That quick. And then it starts raining again, and then you start hearing the tink, 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 tink. And you look out, the water is Friggin' It's fucking hailing. Coming. So we're joking on it. I think we'll say it's like the 12th podcast or some shit. You can go back and listen to it. And we're joking, and then maybe two minutes later, Sunny, right back out. I start sweating. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Jam crazy. Here we go again. Crazy. I'm like, damn, out. man, the glasses had kind of frosted, and then they're sweating. Oh, it was yeah, ridiculous, yeah. man. It was just crazy. That was cool. And then uh, since you're the the chance meeting on you, I mean, I, I never forget. I was joking the first time I met Mike here, and I called you that night. I was sitting here. I had just started working with the Snyders here at Lit, and. Uh, you walk in, you've got table 36. I looked at Andrew and Brian, I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing buying table 36? I'm like, this company is defunct. Like, they haven't done shit in like two years. You're right. People aren't doing anything with it. And then Andrew's like, no, this guy came in. And like, that's that's him. He's like, I can't remember his name. I'm like, well, we'll find out. I'll, I'll talk to him. And my, and he gave me the most reasons that we're all friends, right? He does this simple, easy throw in explained why he wanted it, how he got it, why he hasn't, he's got it. And I was like, dude, would you like the podcast? And he goes, fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah, We're in. I don't care. Cool. That's the next week we sat here and podcast yeah. with him. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, two, oh, I shouldn't say hey, here's two Here's the funny weeks. thing about that podcast. It was so fantastic. I dude, remember it. Was here. I thought, I thought they're, yeah, I, I walked in, man, I was uncomfortable. I had like a Dixon on and. Uh, the Dixon he's worn, I don't know. I only Every have, day after he called me a hipster, but you know. Yeah, I only have two, so yeah, you know. And you got it, one for every day of the week. I know. Well, of no, the it's year, se- bro. seven for every day of the week. And I have options. You still see me trying to get ready this morning. <laughs> and, and you wore uh, that's a nice looking shirt. Yeah, you wore one thing. of our. Uh, uh, is that, is that one of my dude made? Or? Cyclops, yeah, yeah. Your, your uh, guy uh, made these. Yeah, oh, DD's nice. or yeah, DD's uh, B, yeah, BD, BD Sports. BD Sports. Yeah, yeah. right on. Yeah, looks good. Is that embroidered? Yeah. yeah. Oh, very nice. Very it's not nice. even a patch. It's like yeah, yeah. stitched. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he's he's good with the embroidery. But I remember uh, it, it just was like, you know, we knew you forever. Everybody had such a great time. We were smoking all your cigars. We went through all of them, and then we did the Peacemaker. And, of course, we're like, God, we love the Peacemaker. 
and then you had that box and then Mark's like, okay, we're like breaking down. Are they, you're like, uh, you are leaving that with us. And you're like, uh, okay. And then you never could get any more after that. I thought it was like, yeah, it was funny. Well, there were jokes yeah. that came along for a while when he was and waiting was on like, his oh, product man, to come he in. He was like, couldn't get his reorder. I was like, oh, shit. He goes, hey, you still got that box? I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. He goes, can I have it? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, you don't ever get your shit. I got the last one, bro. <laughs> Giving it up. But uh, who else have you had on the podcast? So have you had reps and uh, so uh, Rusty? Rusty's been in Wreck It Rusty. He's the general rep. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, the lead Space Force super technical super sergeant captain right. seal sales manager of the right. West Coast, right? Or whatever. Luciano. We've had, yeah. Yeah, Luciano's yeah. been on. Um, you were here then. Luciano yeah. was on a couple times. Yeah, um, we've had Lars Teton's on. Was that virtual or was virtual? That, yeah, yeah, that was that was that was during the COVID stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's um, out, out in PA, and we and, had, uh, uh, was it Brian from Nish, Provada? Nish has been on. Brian, we did a whole we did a four hour thing with Brian Descend from Provada. What's supposed to be that long ended up being almost three episodes. But well, he was late. It, it, he was late to his own to his own setup interview, which is kind of funny. <laughs> like he planned the time and was late. <laughs> like we pushed it till the night, and he like he was late. Kind of, I don't whatever. I guess when you're awesome, you can do that. Um, but uh, here's um, another one of my favorite because we did it up at Wildwood Pub, and me uh, and you had both had a hard night the night before, and then we played. Uh, oh, we we did simulation golf. I get there. I can tell your eyes were red. My eyes were a little red. You'd already broke two clubs. Yeah. We tried to do the simulator thing. It was total dog shit. And then we moved to uh, Golden Tea. Golden Tea, and that was total dog shit. And then by the time we got on our podcast, me and you were so effing punchy. We just start. This thing starts up, and we are laughing. It, it just. It, it was so sweet. It, it was so unscripted. Of course, all of our stuff is. But we were so punchy and laughy and everything. It was funny as hell. What do we got up? We got Nothing. a problem? Nope. We got yeah, a we got a busted cigar. I'm to go grab another one. Nope, it's all right. Um, Smoke. Yeah, as far as people on, I mean, uh, we've had uh, Lamar from Uncle Nearest. We did the, the St. Louis launch with Lamar. Uh, niche. Um, oh, we did one. At Montre. LeVar, sorry, LeVar. Uh, and then we had Trey um, when Trey was working with Cavalier. Yeah, those were great. Um, he was on. Uh, we had a canceled one with Rocky. It just didn't work out. When Seven Gables got shut down, we, we lost that with Rocky. Um, but we, we've had, Mike, we've had Mike Weller. We've had Ryan Snyder. We've had... Um, Matt Ivaldi of the Legends um, industry guys. Um, I mean, I think that's really, really that's it. I mean, cool. we've had a lot of like our standard industry guys, shop right. owners, right, right. you know, guests in shops, local reps, things like that. Um, so moving moving forward, do you guys have, you know, like some some unicorn? Guests. Yeah, um, we're actually, I don't know if you call it, this one's not a unicorn, but in, in January we're doing a co-op podcast with the Bourbon and Blondes. Uh, they're out of Chicago now. Um, and then we've got the owners of Penelope Bourbon right around Valentine's Day. Um, we've got, uh, we're actually going to FaceTime in Stone Tribe. They're our music sponsor guys right out of Texas. We'll talk to them here in a little bit. 
Um, we do have John Huber coming on. Uh, I just need to get that set up, but he'll be here. Um, and kind of a fun one uh, that, I'm, that I'm excited about is Carrillo, EP, Ernesto. Um, that'll be sometime next year, probably around the show, middle of the year. Um, but he wants to do a voice connect through video, the whole thing. Nice. That would be pretty sweet. Hell yeah. Um, and I've been a not a fan of his. That's kind of how the whole thing started with the way I talk about it and the way I post about it. And uh, he, I did, I, did, I did not know. Very interesting thing about EP Carrillo and that company, that man runs his social media. Oh, that's cool. Right? I mean, the guy, you know how I feel about Scarfish now as top 25 and Scar of the Year and shit, but the guy's won it three times and that guy still has time to run his own social media which is really cool. So when he was liking and commenting and I was commenting back. <laughs> it was actually him. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, uh. I guess it broke the ice real quick. I was right. like, <laughs> but um, that, that's pretty cool. I, um, I, run, I run my own social media. Good. So, yeah. do, so do we. Yeah, yeah. I had to fire that firm that I had. They just didn't, you know, they didn't capture the essence of me. The essence of you. <laughs> It's much better this way. <laughs> I've, I've, I've sold three boxes of cigars. I had a firm. Yeah. What's our essence? Like, Weston was another good one. We're going to yeah. do it from this cigar, um, like the underbelly of this awesome. Have you ever been out to Weston, the Weston Cigar Factory out there? Okay, so we went out there for Whiskey Fest. Yes. And that was one thing we had talked about kind of. I'm like, look, when you get into whiskey, like when you actually get into bourbon and shit like that, when you start going to whiskey festivals, it's harder and harder to find something that you have not had right. or you've had and don't like. Right, right. Right? Um, move your glass over here, dude. Have some of that. Just a little. Um, and uh, I the 17 I, I ride no, too. No, we're getting into that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do that. I, I ride too fast for. There you go. You'll be here for a while. Yeah. Um, but uh, we got there. So when we got done, I met Zeb, the owner. Uh, introduced him to Hodge. We all shook hands. We're like, hey, we want to give you some of our product and a little sales pitch it right? Right, right he goes right on i was like hey we're gonna do a podcast so he goes dope come down we'll get set up by the time we went down there so this place is under a concrete floor with an old tobacco barn on top the echo oh yeah oh my god oh, we yeah. found the corner in the back like four leather chairs we we're all just gonna sit down <laughs> he was going to the bathroom and and sheldon yelled his name i heard it at the truck like I, I'm, I'm at least an eighth of a mile away. Right. And I'm, I'm looking around like, what the? Like, no, they were inside. Oh wow. So it just that, and it yeah. wasn't. It will happen, right? We will do that. Sure. But that day, there, there had to be two hundred some. Everybody upstairs went down. Right. You know what I mean? Like that. Right. That was just blown out. So we're in the parking lot. I'm just like, the parking hey, man, lot. Let's just do it in the back of the pickup. Drop <laughs> it and let's go out there. I didn't even plug mics in. I just hit we'll record. Just our podcast out the pickup. Truck. We're sitting in the back of the trailer, bunch of hillbillies just. <laughs> Shrinking our asses off. That's awesome. Getting after it. It was cool. Um, and of course, some of the most fun part. And we, I don't. There's only been. You may have been the only one that podcasted with the first time smoking the product. But that's really cool to go live like when we podcasted the first time at AP on the patio. Oh right. And you smoked on the Cyclops. Right. And we're live video streaming to the Patreon, sure. the right. whole nine. Right. Right. That was that was really cool too. Yeah. You know, to be to be sitting there and doing that. Um, I don't know. I think the most fun that we have with the podcast is that scripted in no fucking way. No. The only plan is where we're going, 
right? Because you kind of have to have that. Not everyone's going to crash course one place. Um, one I don't want to forget to mention, we did have uh, Miguel from FFK Stands. We've had him on. We've right. had um, uh, Project Carbon. Um, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I had them yeah. on. Yeah, no, no they, they've been on already, as well. Yeah, with no spotty, we've already probably gone through every one. We probably yeah. missed very little. But it's been awesome, man. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited for you to get into the podcast and thing. Like, helping people launch things has been really cool. Um, you know, the German started his dad blog, his cigar thing. Um, he's been real supportive. The videos we've done, reviews and stuff, he puts them out there. It's really cool. Um, you know, you shipping some of our stuff overseas. Yeah. Is super stellar. Did you know that? Um, oh, I did not know that. Uh, that's, that was the, the surprise, yeah. Ah, my yeah. bad. I thought you would tell. No, I was waiting for you to get here. No, no. Know. Um, so, Table 36 is now sold in New Zealand. Uh, he ships his stuff over oh, to God. New Zealand. Yeah, you're not on the... Uh and uh, um, yeah, they've, uh, they're, he a big, was, they're a big hit over there. He was shipping some new product, and I saw him yesterday, and he put a three-pack of each, the Hooligan and the Cyclops, in with the shipment and sent to New Zealand. So the shop's over New Zealand. Oh, yeah. the, the shop over New Zealand, um, they sell three-packs, five-packs, and ten-packs of cigars, and they're, they're all laid out in drawers. It's completely like different than here. You don't go in and see the boxes and this and that. What you see is um, just a bunch of drawers and you open them and you kind of go through. And uh, so I was talking to the guy that Grant that owns the shop. Sorry, let me give you his cool name. Grant, the cigar merchant. Uh, I was I was chatting with him and uh, I said, hey, would you be interested in trying try my buddy stuff? You know, it's, they're making good cigars. And uh, he goes, yeah, absolutely. So I threw in, uh, I, you know, I threw in some swag, and then I threw in because uh, this is a second order, you know, and it's like your first order. You're like, you're like, man, I, you know, I hope someone likes it. And he sends me a message. He goes, uh, hey, these are these are going crazy. It's like a week later. He goes, these are going crazy. I need another order. Here's my ne- here's my second order. And and I'm like, oh well, okay, well, you know, if your dudes are like of mine, you know. You might like you might like craft imperios. So I told him a little bit about the story, told him about the podcast, told him you know uh, you know what little I know, which is very little. But and then uh, you know shipped them out to him. So you know and that's that's kind of the plan with with you know anybody of distance. You know if 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 a retailer is going to push a product, you know because you got to hand sell this stuff. So if they're going to hand sell this, well then let me introduce you to another one that you can hand sell. You know, and so it just keeps moving forward and forward. So, you know, like I, I got them in Minnesota. Uh, there's a shop in Minnesota uh, near what's the big town? Uh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah. So or it's St. Paul. It's a, uh, it's a suburb of Minneapolis. Oh, okay. And uh, so anyway, uh, it's got a nice cigar shop up there. The guy's story was awesome. Uh, I was talking to him on the phone, and he goes, "Man, he goes, I've been in the car industry for twenty something years." He goes, "I walked in to get a cigar and saw the." For sale sign on a cigar shop, so I bought the whole cigar shop, and I was like, <laughs> "No shit, all this right. was all this year." Then I'm like, "Must have done really good in the garden store." I said, "Man, <laughs> I go, I go, you do stupid shit. I like it." I said, uh, <laughs> "We're, we're going to get along just fine, buddy." <laughs> well, so, uh, let me tell you what this 
little baby I found. I went down to one of my trips a year, year and a half ago. I went to Lexington and um, I just see this on here. They dip this. This is from the House of Bourbon and this is Charles Medley Distillery. Medley, exclusive selection. It's a barrel proof, single barrel, 114 proof, barrel one. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's bottom of the Rick House. So, and it says here selected by Bodley Bullock House, 2019. So I don't know. I've had this. I just thought this would be nice time to break this open and see what this shit's all about. Because he only had one left, and he said it was fantastic. So we'll give this a little thank you. Cheers, guys. Cheers. 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 Congratulations. Nice to see you. Congratulations. Oh, that's fantastic. Is that 115? Hundred and fourteen proof. Does well, that have a cherry? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but like, it's like uh, a mirror, like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a, proof, like right? a candy, like yeah, a candy cherry. Like a candy cherry. Just a little bit. It says this is distilled in and Kentucky. Wait, my lips are tingling a little. It Charles Medley Distillery. Right no, that's California. That's... Bottled in California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got like that candied, candied cherry yeah. thing to it. Yeah. My bet this is from Heaven Hill. They do not say it on here, but I would bet it's. Well, from isn't it? Wasn't Medley or Five Brothers or the well Medley we Brothers? There's Medley Brothers, so I, I don't know. I would really, and of course, like we do, we don't do any research. We grab shit and we just throw from the hip. But. That's, I just that's always it. felt like this was going to be Seems some to good, be working. good juice. Dude, that is really good. I can't, I'd like to tell you the price point, but I want to say it was in the $80, $90 range. He only had one left. He spoke highly of it, so I took a shot in the dart on it. I mean, it's a beautiful, kind of an old school. I've seen this type of labeling. Um, through some Chicago or Illinois based labeling um, but it's got a kind of an old school with a gold dip you know kind of like the maker's mark yeah. only this is and they stamped the top of the dip the whole thing's beautiful with the house of bourbon which I'm a big house of blues guy which Benny knows the story of Taggart which started the house of blues and then sold all of that and then started the House of Blues, which he's an interesting guy. I met him back in Chicago when they opened um, the House of Blues in Chicago that night. I was fortunate enough to have some very special people give me a VIP pass to that and got to meet Taggart and all the crew there one night. It was fantastic. But um, no, man, this is really some, some nice juice. I, I was always hoping it would be because I've been almost pulling it out like 10 different times. But do you have a do you have a tingle in your mouth from it? Do. I it's a lingering tingle. I and I like it. It's a nice it's it's everything about it's really nice. You know when I come on to this podcast, you guys always have three different things. 
and uh, there's always one that gets me. And I was like, I bet this one's gonna get me. This is, that is. The retro hail on it is really good too. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great, great, uh, great chance, great shot in the dark right there. So we have the medley, the 1792, that's a barrel pick. This particular one is from. Chick's pick. Chick's pick of uh, Cast Craft Spirits and Beer Lounge down in Cape Toronto, which I've never been. Would love to go down there and meet the owner of this because he, this this bottle uh, was kind of gifted to me through uh, Paul Casimaticus. I call him Paul Cass. Uh, That's really his last name, Casimaticus. Casimaticus, and That's he old, will yeah. be here later today as yep. well with with uh, the Swede, Paul Swede, and. Um, and we had this at a little bourbon event uh, last week, and I thought it was really good. The 1792 has all of the stuff you love from a foolproof 1792. It's got that real candy taffy, but yet there's some spice in there too, kind of a taffy spice. And then, of course, at the end here, we'll probably break into the little book, and that is like, after all of this, that'll be like a tank coming in through the trees. Yeah. So I'm a, the interesting thing about like our whole little friend group and like, you know, your, your bourbon shit's expanding like crazy, man. Like what, what you're working with, like what uh, you're drinking and what you have. Like yeah. it's, it's stellar. Um, but uh, I'm like the only one in our little clique that likes Little Book, like just neat. I don't know what Little Book it is. is. So Little Book, Little Book is the, so you know Bookers, right? Jim Bean's Bookers? Yep. Okay, Little Book is their, their, Winkle shit. Oh, okay. Right. It's it's the limited. Uh, they only do X amount of it. I'm not saying it's. I, I think it's better than. That's just me. But it's it's on that echelon of what they do. Right. Right. Only a little bit at a time gets released. This and that. And I brought that because I bought that bottle like two days before we did our first podcast in mm. 19. So I thought that'd be pretty cool. To, it's called the Road Home. It's. It, I don't know. It's super unique. They're all different. It's fun, but it is. I mean, I think that one's sitting at 127, but it's gonna drink like 150. <laughs> and when, I'm just curious, where did you, where did you come by? Dirt that? cheap, the dirt cheap that used to be, that obviously now is closed by St. Charles Motorsports. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that really close? I don't know. Oh. I, last time I went by, it was still yeah. close. But you pull I in got the, by. when you when you come yeah. off THF or no no not THF sorry uh, you come up off okay. seventy or whatever and turn right. Right. Take the light and there was a the red building right mm -hmm. there immediately to the right before you turn into St. Charles Motorsports. That was a dirt cheap. Yeah. And Mary was the manager there, and every time her little bit would come in, she'd call me, and you'd walk in, and it wasn't displayed. It was it was on the bottom shelf beneath like that moonshine with the cherries in it right <laughs> just like a row of six of them stacked down there first 70 bucks i had know, uh nothing. i did a whiskey tasting up at the uh the vineyards <clears throat> and they had a there's a 50 like a 50 proof candy it was a rock candy distilled thing and it came with fruit in it and it was towards the end of the night you know or so the end of the tasting so you do five bourbons they go up improve and then come back down and then we finished with a port wine and just to kind of cleanse the palate oh, that's and, pretty cool and uh it was a it was a great turnout it's 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 always a great event up there and uh but that candy one was i mean it was like drinking a seltzer without yeah. the seltzer you know right. it was just and i'm like oh my it was just pure, pure sugar i mean it was it, it was good if you're ready if you wanted like something on a wednesday night 
you know, and just wanted something sweet after like a steak or something. Right. You know, it was, it was just a dessert <laughs> is what it was. That's like, I, I'm not a flavored whiskey guy. Like I hate, I hate all of them. But when I was at the lake with, with my, with my Henny and the family and shit, they had brought a bottle of screwball. Oh yeah, the people. Right, and I had I had Redemption rum cask out there. I had a, a Michter's American Barrel out there. Like that's what I'm drinking on. They're like, just have one with us. I was like, dude, I hate. Like I don't like it. Right. Like what don't you like about it? it tastes like peanut butter? I'm like that's the problem. <laughs> like it just literally. You, okay. Yeah. It's yeah, the premium version of peanut butter. Bread or crackers. Right. But <laughs> I'm telling you, this one, this one, it, you know, Fireball tastes like cinnamon rock candy. Yeah. Okay. Crown apple, kind of like apples, right? Peach, kind of like peach. That shit tastes like fucking creamy peanut pan right. peanut butter. Right. Oh, hey, boo boo. I don't know. Come sit right next to sit right next to Mike. Oh, you getting smaller or what? What's funny is yeah. I think I yeah. bought my first little book right next to. At, at one point, was smoking hot. They had a wine place down there on the corner. And it's went in there, there after I ate, probably down to any guns or whatever, and tried that and bought a bottle. He only had one left. Yeah. But I bet it was that 19, because that was right around the same time, too. All right. Welcome in, Brian Snyder. Hey, thanks. Hey, buddy. You went on this? Which there's a tie-in right there. Yeah. You just want to talk to my chest. Can I just get down here and yeah. talk Wait, like stay, this? Stay, picture. stay, stay, yeah, stay. There's no way that's not happening. Uh, <laughs> okay. Look at it. I got it. Um, that's it's picking you up. You're good. Um, so thanks for this, man. It's hey, gonna be you. fun. Thanks for being here. I'm um, a year ago, next Friday, we did our first podcast here. Two years ago. I was gonna say two. two years. Yeah, two God, years ago. Two years have gone by quick. Yeah. Do you remember and, uh, what was here? Where? It, what was in here? Where we were sitting. Where we're sitting. Right here. Yeah. yeah. Right here. And. No, it's the long table. Here. We sat at that oh, that's right. Here in this and the Audi chairs were still yeah. long way this way. The yeah. dream seats weren't here yet. No. Uh, were the buckets here? They were. Was that what was over there? And then those were here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Was golden tea here yet? No. No, no golden tea yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really it's really funny. Like since we've been incorporated with Lit, right? As the podcast, I meet me aside, but as the podcast. There are 83 more bottles on the wall. 84, maybe, on the wall. There are six barrel pit. There, oh, I'm sorry, there have been, there been seven. seven. Five are here, one is coming. Will, uh, you, will you talk we, about that? We had the original Yellowstone. Right. We had the Buffalo Trace. Right. And we have the five we have now. So there have been seven, there one is coming. Seven. There's two coming. Two coming. Okay, I want you to tell that in a second. Well, can we? Can we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. There, a golden tea machine showed up. Okay, and it still makes me laugh when I watch that guy come in and pull the money out of there. It degenerates. I say that every time he pulls the money out of it. It's completely hilarious. Um, the barrels are spit glass. <laughs> She's not paying attention. <laughs> and, and the humidor. Um, yeah. It's the the way it's expanded. You know the relationships that have built it's really cool to sit and grow with a lounge which is really really unique you know just like mike with what we've seen just with you in a year i mean fuck, dude the way you've blown out that wall into your new space with it's it's nuts 
It's just not. a sledgehammer. But have you done that since I was over there last? <laughs> oh yeah, bro. Oh, I, in, thir in 13 days, like, I like remodeled. I was gonna say I was over there like I, I'll say two weeks ago. I gave you that. that oh, okay. Uh, special reserve. When we yeah. podcasted last time, remember how that wall went straight back to the back door? Yeah. There's a solid seven foot high, eight foot clearance into the building next door now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the walls aren't solid, so don't punch them like no. I did yesterday. Nah. <laughs> Nothing. I was like, man, real proud of what you did. Think. Did you break something? Didn't no, break it. it. No, no, I didn't break it. Yeah. It's but just he goes, make he it goes, look pretty. Maybe, maybe don't touch it again. Right. Don't, yeah, don't like, touch anything. My bad. Yeah. Um, Tough stuff. But uh, yeah, it's really, really blown out. So what are the two? So we've done. Did you like Ezra or Rebel better? On those newest picks i want to say and, and don't get me wrong i like both of them right oh, yeah at this point uh i think i like the ezra better mm. I'm, I'm, I'm roll. I'm roll. that's that one cool mean thing anything it just it is i haven't no it, it's, it's just preference i mean one of the one of the coolest things that i've seen we were talking barrel picks we did this 1792 out of uh out of cape and I'm like, the, we all know about barrel picks. Like, it's, it's significant to the individual, you know, when you taste it through the select barrels and, and all that, and it came together. And, uh, but one of the, I, I have not seen, you don't typically see multiple of the same thing or from the same producer available at the same time. Like when Yellowstone came, you had 102 and 115 at cast strength. So you gave both options. And then with, with uh, well, MGP now, right? But you had Rebel cast strength, and Ezra Brooks cast strength. Both at 120, same thing, completely different colored liquids, right? So you know the wood is completely different and two totally different 360 profiles. taste profiles. So you give the, it's like 102, 115, they're both good. The 115 is mine. But if the 115's out, 102's, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, you're not mad about it. No. Same thing on the other side with the Rebel and, and, and Ezra. And your Larceny, we joke about it. There's been one, lar I, I, I hate Larceny. I think Larceny tastes like sandpaper. Really, really don't like it. Before never, your Barrel really Pit came in, he had, he had the Barrel Proof Larceny. And I got to have that at um, Frazier's. Okay, cool. If you proof larceny to the top, <laughs> okay, we're talking. Yeah. And then the barrel pit came. It's like, okay, wait, well, okay, that whole idea is gone, right? There are their blending method when they do their flagship stuff. I just don't like that product. But their single barrel program is obviously fantastic. Yeah, when you they, know, when they came to us with that with that barrel, we, you know, he approached me initially and he said, "Listen, don't turn your nose up." Okay, he goes, "Let's sample." It. All right, and if you don't like them, we don't have to do them. All right, but try them. And we, I don't know if you remember, but we blind tasted the Larceny pick against an Elijah Craig single barrel. That's right. And we yeah. all liked that Larceny better than the Elijah Craig. No kidding. Well, I remember you telling me that. It's, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a different animal for sure. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, that was like when you did the first Yellowstone pick and we did the, we did the blind tasting outside. Uh, that was that that was a lot of fun too because like Yellowstone flagship it's it's good whiskey right yeah. but there's there's nothing exciting about it there's it's just it's it's whiskey you can drink it you're right. good to go and then you got that first barrel pick and it's like okay so this is the matured version you know same proof just they didn't I, what I've come to learn and I, you've probably told me this a thousand times but when you blend a lot of that together it mutes a lot of what's what's gonna be but then when you take that one there's a reason that they use x amount of these barrels x amount of these to create their blend for their 
consistent flagship. But then when you take a single barrel and you pop it, each one's going to have its different dance. It's going to do something different. I think we picked that right off the nose. Yeah, was, we tried well, that. Well, you could smell day. it. And I remember joking on that. I was like, I hope we got this right. Yeah. Like, if we don't, he's going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right, so the two new picks that are coming. I know one will be here soon. Yeah, probably the end by the end of this month. End of the month? Old Elk Weeded Bourbon, which should be really good. Mm-hmm. That should be a treat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we just picked two Thursdays ago. We put, we picked a uh, Woodford Double Oak. Nice. Uh, Will you talk? Because I don't. Do you know how Double Oak is done? Woodford? No. Okay. I thought something completely different, and then Brian explained it to me. They were on a, a Zoom call or a, a FaceTime call with Chris Morris. Chris Morris, the master distiller of. Woodford. Woodford. Yeah. Um, how do they do that double oaked? Because he, he showed, so the way the tasting went is he poured me all three and I was, I think I thought two and three were, I was like, oh, those are good. Then he goes, okay, wait. Then you mixed one and two, two and three, three and one, two and one. Right? You did a little of each. Is that right? Yeah. You did them like that. You had one too many combos in there. One and two, three. two and three, three and one. Yeah. He threw another one in there. <laughs> Maybe I did another. <laughs> I don't like our numbers. <laughs> but yeah, that's exactly what it was. So we tasted all three of them individually. We all made notes and, you know, we all kind of had our impression of what we thought was going to work. And then he said, all right, he said, take even amounts of one and two and put them together. Even amounts of one and three and even amounts of two and three. And we, we went all the way through and we were all consistent. Like, I think there were six of us here and every single one of us had the same pick. And so I said to Chris, I said, all right, I said, I know you get this all the time, but do you have a favor? And he said, I do get that all the time. And he says, and I have it written down. He says, do you want me to tell you my favorite? He said, or would you prefer to tell me your pick? And he goes, and I'll be honest with you. He says, I'll tell you if I have the same pick or if I have a different pick. So we told him, we said, we said our pick is two and three. And he held up his paper and he said, "That's the one." That's awesome. So, that's awesome. Yeah, that 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 was that was that's pretty cool. All right. So, so, so then, how's it double, double oaked? Two barrels combined. <clears throat> two barrels oh, combined. Okay. Right. On. Basically, the same thing. So, like mo, I shouldn't say most, but the standard procedure for double oaked is you age in one barrel for X right. amount of time, and then you, then you empty new. that to another barrel right. for X amount of time, right. it's been oaked twice. Right. And typically they have two different char levels, yada, sure. yada, 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 staves can be different, whatever. Right. Then you double oak that. Like that's Peerless's method. Right. Right, that's yeah. the one so I know So if it's like a five that. cask, then it's been moved mm-hmm. five times. Yeah, right. or something like, well that's, that's even got a little mm-hmm. different too. So like Maker's Mark, when they do their stave collections, learn this when Dana was talking with um, the the main Jim Beam or Jim Beam, Dawn, with Dawn from Major, um, she was explaining stave collection. So where you get like a triple cask or a double cask or a five cask, Makers breaks that into a stave setup. So you actually go through and select the staves of barrels after you try those whiskeys, and they create the barrel from the staves, and oh. that's where the whiskey sits. Oh. And then that's where your stave collection bar- bottle or your barrel pick comes from. Nice. Right, super like a, a unique way to play on that. It, uh, I think it saves time. It's probably a lot cheaper to do it that way. You know, I mean, like if you went if you went to barrel pick a Macallan twelve year triple cask, 
Uh, shit. I mean, right. it's probably not cheap. I mean, it's not like a barrel pick's cheap anyway, but it's probably more not cheap. Right. <laughs> more <laughs> not know, cheap. More not cheap. And then do we want to talk about the Buffalo Trace? Yeah, yeah, I think we do. So... Can I buy mine tonight? What's that? Can I buy it today? So we're going to fly them all. You're not going to barrel a bottle, three bottles, I can't buy <laughs> There's only 12 sets. Well, I mean, 11. There's uh, only 11. <laughs> can there be 10? <laughs> so, but what, oh, okay. what they did, I get there it. were so many requests for Buffalo Trace single barrels, okay? Blazers decided to keep them in-house, okay? They selected three barrels, and they labeled one S, one T, one L, okay? So they did an STL collection, and then they picked 14 accounts to give a case of each pick to. Wow. And so we were lucky enough to get a case of each pick. Nice. Oh, wow. So. And we'll fly it out? And I think we'll fly 10 it. of them will fly it out? <laughs> yeah, <10 of> <laughs> I think we'll fly 11 of them out. We, we, we're down to nine? What are we doing? Actually, I think we might. I don't know, three fell off the boat? Like. <laughs> I, think, I think we might flight 10 of them. Mm -hmm. And then I think everybody who buys a flight, we might throw a, a little and picks once once we fly them all out we'll pick somebody and and give away a give away yeah do that for number nine like how <laughs> <laughs> many hints i can drop here I, <laughs> that's awesome that's well, pretty the, cool the thing, the thing is and i'll i'll toot my own horn for one minute okay i i don't think it's right to gouge people on pricing on barrel picks. that's very true well you don't gouge you don't gouge on on i, I Actually, one of the, I think one of the funniest statements, uh, I think the first time Hodge and I were here, I made a comment to you. And, uh, and I, I, I stick by when I say this. I'm like, you know, you don't price for where you're at. Right? And I, I, I say, I've said this over and over and over. You don't price for where you're at. You know, the same list you can go across the road to. And not, not all of it, right? But you can go across the road to, and it's easily six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twenty dollars more per bullet. Yeah. Right. Right. You easily you could. And I don't think anybody would argue it. But, but it doesn't. Almost every account that got those sets retailed most of them out. And they were all retailed in that two ten to two fifty a set range. Okay? Which is seventy five dollars a bottle of Buffalo Trace. Eighty two. If you, if you price it at two fifty, it's eighty two bucks a bottle, which I think is insane. It's a it's let's insane. be real, it's a twenty five dollar bottle of whiskey, but, but but you're not gonna find it. No, that's true. You, you know what? I right? Mean? Oh, that's true. But so I I think by flight them, I think you get the experience of getting to try them at a much lower price point. Yeah. And we'll give a set away, and somebody will have something to collect. And that's cool. That's so cool. That's what um, we're gonna do. That's cool. Now, a cool connection that happened with you, um, Paul Casmaticus. You know, does all the candles here. Um, I mean, that guy probably runs away with 30 bottles or so a month, sure. maybe. Um, and sets that up. That, that, that's pretty sweet. Now, yeah. am I thinking right? The owner of Match down in Indiana is Jeff. Yeah. Yes. So I first met him, I don't know, two, three years ago, and he had a relationship with uh, the distiller there at Woodford, and he had some really nice <clears throat> picks down there of his that I have in the vault, the cowboy vault there. And um, they were really different 
and unique. And um, so, be interesting. Be interesting. What are you drinking? Are you drinking the full fruit? Oh, the meta? Uh, Brian, will you share a drink with us? I will. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, this will be the one to do because I bought this yeah. at the House of Bourbon in Lexington probably a year and a half ago, two it. years ago. You talk. Yeah. And um, I spent about an hour there talking to him about a lot of stuff he had. He had one bottle of this left. And um, I don't necessarily remember exactly how, but somehow they came by this because, you know, they can buy private stuff and then right. sell it. And, but they hand dip this and they have their logo on the top. But it's something that I bought and I've had, I've been wanting to open it for some time. And I thought, well, this would, this would be a nice day to try something new, a little different. And uh, so do a pour of that. I think you like that. That's 100, <clears throat> yeah. right at 115 proof. And it's got a really unique taste profile. It's kind of almost like a sweet cherry. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what. How did you get off of it? On there. I got cinnamon on the nose, but I don't. I don't get it on. Cinnamon. I don't get it on the taste. Yeah, that's good. Now, is this the same? I think you said this before we started. That Medley Brothers that we get. I would agree. It's got kind of a cherry. Almost a floral type taste to it. That Medley Brothers or Four Four Brothers? Well, no, this is, is that Medley. The same? I would have to do some googling if it's connected to Medley Brothers. I know it's Medley, but now when I was gathering a bunch of the, the bottle and um, the bibs and hundred proofs that were inexpensive. Of course, the Medley Brothers runs around $20 around town if you can find it. I know readily that Captain Z's has has it. Just, we've always loved it. And so when I saw this, I was like, wow. And he goes, yeah, this is, this is some good stuff. I got one bottle, so I grabbed it. It's a year and a half ago, and now we're having it. Doesn't really say where the juice is from. My guess is it's from Heaven Hill, but bottled in California, but really nice a little something different you don't see because we see the same stuff all the time so it's kind of nice to see something a little different that's true what um so what's been uh well brian what's your what's your favorite craft apparel smoke smoke yeah the cyclops cyclops yeah. mike what about you mike me yeah uh i like the uh the uh angry pumpkin Hobbs, <laughs> <laughs> what's yours? I probably still, I mean, I like them both equally. I don't like to just like say who's better or what. It's like different smoke, but I like them both. Come on, Dad, pick your favorite kid. Cyclops. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, that, that hooligan does exactly what it was blended to do. It's a traditional, uh, full strength cigar, right? There's not crazy levels of body and flavor to it. But it does resonate as you're sitting there, you know you're smoking it, this and that. 
I think it did exactly what we wanted to. But I still think that Pennsylvania Lajero and that Cyclops like was that something different one that nobody leaf, had before, it's, kinda. It's, yeah, it's still it's not I haven't found there, there. I shouldn't say that. There are some companies that use it, but it's not pr pr prolific. It, yeah. It's used in like one line, and then you know, it's not a flagship thing. It's not there, and and we're lucky enough that that our blenders have that. I mean, it's their their shareholder in that crop girl. So like, they get it. It's not going anywhere in that cigar because I think that cigar would change dramatically if you just leave the Lajero leaf. It's one leaf, one damn leaf that does all of it change that to pick your country Lajero and that cigar yeah. evaporates it, it just turns into something else it's different I think that the Cyclops 2 surprises people because when they first see it visually they're like I think they're thinking they're going to get one thing and I think surprisingly into the cigar they get something completely different so it's kind of, uh, it's a big surprise for people. And then uh, I, at least the guys that I've, even my guys, my workers that buy them for me every week now are just like, dude, I, like you guys should turn this into somebody. Cause I think this is one of the best cigars I've smoked. And I'm like, well, I don't know if we're gonna be doing that. But anyway. Did the two of you agree on the blend? Yeah, so what's really, actually this is kind of a cool question. I don't think we've really ever gone down with this. So the way this blending works on our cigars, I throw an idea out. They send us, uh, we'll get seven, eight, nine, ten different Vitolas, wrappers, shape sizes, whatever. And we get two of each. And then we'll smoke through them. And we eliminate, we eliminate, we eliminate. <clears throat> it took, to get to that Cyclops, it, it took about six months of tasting, probably twice a month. So then we probably, we probably went through mm, 60 different cigars. And well, when we hit is. that one, and what the reason we knew that was it is I was smoking on them. I'm like, man, I kind of like that. And I never told him. We never told each other what we were smoking. Right. We were going, going, going. And he goes, hey man, this like, this pigtail shag thing, this is it. And I was like, son of a bitch. Like when you're, cause we're not talking about it. So it's not like there's, there's no, yeah, there's no give or take. Me. I smoke them by myself. He smokes them by himself. I, you know, then we get together, compare notes and talk about it. But I think the thing when we were first coming across the cigar, I think, you know, you're, you're toying with like, man, if we, throw a dud out there right off the bat it's going I'm not saying we, we want an absolute winner but we want something somebody's going to be happy with and whatever and I I just think and again discussion with me and you like listen me and you like a certain cigar there's no doubt about it well that was the biggest and we had to try to keep ourselves from like trying to pick something <laughs> that we is totally in our wheelhouse. When we when tried the, to when Hodge and I were first doing this, we were like, okay, full strength, full smoke, barn burner, let's go. And I went, hell yeah. But we alienate 70% of a customer yeah, base sure. doing that. Um, and, and we settled on that. And, and the cool thing that I still say about that Cyclops, <laughs> if you're a full strength, high punch smoker, the body is there. Strength isn't there, right? But the body is there. If you're a medium smoker and you want something a little stronger, it rolls it out for you. The body's there, the strength's there, you're good to go, um, which is good. And what we, the reason I love that it landed that way and he did too, I'm not a business mastermind. You're probably close, you're probably close, you're probably close. I don't know of, of 
any business I've looked up where you go to market with one SKU? One. One. And it covers itself, right? It's hard to do. I mean, think of, you're, you're in the cigar industry. You're in the cigar industry, you're in the cigar industry. We're all in the cigar industry. Name one time a rep has come to you with one item. They, they've got a sales sheet of, of everything. Because if you make 10, four are gonna work. The other six are gonna work here and there, and, and two of them just won't. It just doesn't happen. And I think that, that that's really cool. And I think that's what took so long on the hooligan, was it, because now you're like, me, I'm waiting on something to explode. Something's gotta go wrong. And it did with the original blend. Originally, that had a three-year Piloto Sumatra wrapper on it. Smooth as silk, smelt amazing. Every other one, we, we smoked 10 of them. Five of the 10, about an inch in, exploded. The wrapper was so sensitive. And we were like, dude, this is it. If it just would, and it was so funny because we light two. The first one, mine burnt, not even had a mash on it, four inches long, fantastic. His, it exploded, finished nice. The next time mine exploded, his was great. It just went that way. And it was like, okay. We wanted to get it out. We have to do something. And we switched to the, the five-year Habano. And that's what's on it now. Right? Um, the only thing it took away from the cigar was that kind of tongue sweetness that was there. But it burns better now. You're not getting that. Because that would be the worst, right? You put out, we do three packs. Okay? It's odds in that, you put out 30. <laughs> I mean, one to two in every three pack are going to blow up. And that would be the the worst. That you don't want that. Um, but that was cool with that, and then that's that was something new to me too. Like getting into that experience. Just you know, I'm not in the fields. I'm not in a rolling factory. He's not. We're not doing that. To figure that out, like that that just kind of continues the the hands-on idea of a cigar and why a cigar goes to a price point and this and that and yada yada yada. The other thing is kind of unusual too is I know when we got the first hooligans. They were, that seemed to me, unless you're telling me I'm just, this is something I'm not really seeing. Even the hooligan seems to be changing a little bit. The wrappers, it seems to be darker to me. And even with the hooligan, or the, uh, the, the Cyclops, it seemed to be getting better. I think the hooligan is getting better too. As I'm smoking more of them, I think something is happening there. And just like when I was rolling them the other, well, putting the labels on the other day they seem I was not rolling them but I'm just saying it seemed like the color is getting a little darker I don't know if you've noticed that mm -hmm. but um, there's an evolution in these two if they're good off the beginning it seems like they're getting better as they're coming to us and whatever which is well they're they're they're, they're sitting longer they're right. aging yeah longer yeah now. I mean you know the the shipments we're getting now so the, the original hooligans were rolled and shelved. The first samples came in May. They've been rolled and shelved in December of 20. Right. Right, so now we're hitting the back wall of that shelf assembly, and then what we're getting has been rolled two months prior to that that was behind or below that. So the, the, the actual sit and hold age is getting further along. That's what I'm saying. That's you know? the nice so like thing the tinsel about this strength too. of the tobacco will get a little better because yeah. the binding's holding longer and, and, and that and that. But I'm gonna park my motorcycle on the patio. 
<clears throat> Has it? I mean, it just looks like big motorcycle parking there. Why not? Like let your Lambo guy park his car right there. Deputy dog will come by. And oh, really? Up. Really? Who's deputy dog? Yeah, I didn't know. They're still paying somebody to... They're still paying a security guard. I'm surprised Travis doesn't back in over here. He has. That's what... That's what Was he deputy dog? Initiated the <laughs> Well, what about the uh, Talibra? You know, I don't know if we've talked about... I know we talked about that on our last... Uh, the last episode, because me and you both fired one of them and decided to smoke them as one piece instead of cut and separate. And, you can. Uh, huh? You can. You can. Well, have you done a whole one of those yet? He'll, he'll smoke that today. Well, Maybe. that's a whole different animal in itself. And uh, <clears throat> that'll be interesting how everybody kind of receives that. How did it burn when it got down to that last couple inches? Uh, so, what you'll find now, because I, I want you to do it. So, on that cigar, I did talk about it. There's a piece of broadleaf around the cap that holds all three of the Kronos together, right? Now, again, that day we were smoking outside, wind speeds were 12, 13, temperature went from 75 to 48 in about 40-some minutes, right? Um, it's when you're smoking it from the get-go it's it's airy like you don't feel like you're getting smoke right because there is the gap between where the cigars are woven once you get about an inch off of that broadleaf if you're smoking like a 60 i mean all <laughs> of that compact just starts blowing in and you, you gotta hold it long enough to hit that broadleaf when you hit that broadleaf it's like a candy cane there's this blow up of, of sugar that hits your tongue. Yeah. And it's only good for like one or two pools because like I singed my, my, yeah. my, my mustache on. It, it's there. I mean, it, you have to do it. It's a lot of fun. Okay. It's really cool. We didn't know that was going to happen at all. You know, I was like, it'd be, it'd be I think when, because the idea on that is same seed varietal, same plant, not the same wrapper leaf. But it is the same plant of the Cyclops and the Hooligan on that wrapper. That's the barber pole, right? So it's not like they took, they broke them down and used those. Have but you seen it yet? the idea is the when internet. you when you pull them when you pull them all together, and this Nicaraguan binder and filler right now, I don't know the exact whatever on it, but when it gets to that point, I've always wanted to smoke. I've tried to smoke them. I've done it a bunch of times all at once, but then you end up holding three and they fall apart and the wove comes undone. But just that inch and a half or inch inch and a half whatever it is that broadleaf on top holds the caps together you got to mess around to kind of figure out how it fits in, it fits in your mouth and it sounds goofy like you've been there right you have i know but watch this view uh, <laughs> right mark is demonstrating beautifully how to put thank you in his mouth. thank you yeah, yeah. thank you that love it nice. i'm gonna go back to doing it so when you fit it <laughs> But it's cool once you once you get it into your mouth and you're happy with the way it fits and you're ready to start sucking and pulling the smoke through. <laughs> tell me more. Now I'm being facetious. Yeah, no. tell, tell me more. But it is cool. It is cool the way it burns. I think I think it'll be a lot of fun. It's pretty sweet. Um, well, I gotta tell yeah, you, I'm that. down to literally a, a pinch of this uh, Tatuaje meat too. And um, man, I told him stop calling it me too. He didn't get the joke. Just, <laughs> aren't you supposed to put a hashtag in front of that? Yeah, I don't hashtag know. me too. But I mean, this thing is just still like got what? a bunch of flavor right here at the end. 
fantastic. Need a little stick to cram through there. No, I don't. <laughs> what, the little pin and the whole whatever can thing? Can I just say how impressed I am that you've managed to <clears throat> a lot? That's been an evolution over the podcast over the last couple I got all, well, it just, I don't know. It took me a good four weeks to get that, and I still. What'd you say? Four weeks? At least. Very whatever. least, like. It was fun. If I, I need to learn to soundbite shit right. and just do a do like a ten minute right. evolution of Tatuaje. Um but it's cool. I mean it, it, it is cool I because you had not Spanish. <laughs> it is Spanish. No, he said he took French. Took oh, French. Oh, I took I French. Take Spanish. Oh, I was like and, Le uh, Tatuaje. <laughs> you're the true libre, I, you know, I Esteli, I probably don't even pronounce that correctly. Esteli. Esteli, see? You know. I actually have a Nicaraguan working for me now. He's really working out great. He's a newbie. <clears throat> well, but so what do you guys got? Fantastic. What's that? And me riding a one wheel. Oh, did you? Oh, no way you brought that. No, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. like um, I tied it on. I, I didn't bring anything. Like I just, I didn't even bring a helmet. I don't know if you have a helmet law in this state. No, we do not. No. no. Used to. Used to. Went away this year, didn't it? Last no year? No more. Two years ago? Did it. It was beginning of this year, or right after, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I never wore one over here, so. There you go. They got to stop you for I, I went past uh, Highway Patrol, and I went, is there a helmet law? No, nah, we'll find out. So. <laughs> Didn't pull me over, so I assume there's no law. Oh, that's good. Well, you would think with their limited resources, that's not big on there. Uh, oh, I got stopped. Uh, <clears throat> Hi. Yeah. Oh. Oh, never mind. We'll talk to them after. Right. Um. So the barrel picks are gonna be great here. Then they, they, they do great. You guys do a, a lot of picks, which is a lot of fun. Um, but uh, the Spectre, the Cohiba Spectre's here, right? Um, super unique cigar. We know it's about nine years worth of tobacco, three different fermentation periods, age, sitting, this and that. Um, well, what do you guys have going on? You guys got the Oliva Advent calendar. Um, yep. You guys have here. I, I was down at uh, Stanley's and they had, a, I don't think it was an advent, but they had a Oliva package down there. I don't know how many. Is it this big? No, it was about a box it's about one of those events that samples. big. Oh, okay, yeah. It's got eight cigars in it. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's a heck of a deal. Yeah, and, um, but that's Fine. different than what, you, what you're what Yeah, this, this advent here, sam uh, sampler has uh, 24 different Oliva family cigars, and there are two Milanios in that box that are not normal production Milanios. And what, so, is, what are you selling those for? 200 bucks. And, and, and even again then, so I, I think I think there's not nine Vs. Are there two master blends in it? I believe so. And the rest yeah. is O and G? And there's, I think there's a cane in there. A cane. Yep. So you're looking at typical stick price per box anywhere from 
9 to 15, 16, depending yeah. on size varietal. Yeah. Upwards of 18, even. Um, so it's it's pretty cool. Um, and the Spectre's here as well, the Kubis Spectre. Um, uh, Jet Cigar has your name all over it. Spectre? Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're here all day. We are. <laughs> um, I mean, this is like, this will challenge the day with Luciano. We started around 11 and went till about 9.30 yeah, at this least that day. Yeah, and, a little uh, sillier. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're well, excited that today. Was crazy just because of all of the testing and tasting and trying and leaf smelling. And, uh, right. That was a fantastic day, not to mention uh, the Chris uh, dinner up there, which was fantastic that you guys put on. Um, man. Gonna that work was, on a spring one. That next. was a one. Yeah. Yeah. I was there uh, Tuesday for lunch and talked to Chef a little bit. So gonna work Sweet. on something for the spring. Sweet. That's that's re that's really cool. I mean, and again, that's it's another spoiling aspect that um, like even in your travels, in your travels, might been in in cigar shops and around. It's you don't you don't see that. You don't, there's not, the one thing I will give St. not one, one of the things I'll give St. Louis and its cigar community, um, we could have our own political output here when it comes to, to tobacco and the White House and all that, but um, the involvement with every type of business outlet, right? I mean, for uh, I, even even places that have patios that allow smoking on their patios, to get them to orchestrate an event with a cigar shop, specified menu, to have it open to the public or ticketed, the logistics of that and, 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 and legalities they try to play are so strange. Yeah. It's so hard to wear. I've said it over and over. If you could set a humidor up, have Ruth Chris and smoke outside. Nobody would ever eat inside. You never would. You just eat outside. You know, and they and they've done it really well there, um, putting those those heaters out there. Those uh, well, I don't know what big ass four hundred pound umbrellas and heaters. Place, I just I mean you know we've seen all kinds of fantastic levels of you know what people are doing around St. Louis, but to incorporate that and have an event like that was amazing. I, I thought it was so well done. Well, thank you. It was fun. It was fun to do. Yeah, that was fantastic. Now we gotta figure out who we're gonna have. We'll work some shit. Yeah. We'll pull some strings. Well, for the musical treats, definitely Large Jean would be fantastic. Yeah, no, they'll get us thrown out is what it'll do. Uh, so, as we wrap this up, we got about 20 some more minutes. We are gonna pour this little book. Okay. This is a 2019. Um, it hasn't been drank since it was bought, so it's been sitting. Um, Does that make it better? I don't know, but we're 122.6. It should. It does not. In the proof. It should. It does not make it better. All the aging's in the barrel, not the bottle. Yeah. Well, you're the smartest man in the room, say. aren't you? Just saying. That's been in my experience, but everybody's different. So we'll pour this.
Let's get our cheers. And then uh, since we got you guys here, let's talk about what's coming up. What do we got going on at the shops? What are you doing? We got a full month of events. Do you really? Feels like. Yeah. We have this event today. Uh, next Thursday, we have a beer tasting with Missouri Beer. Nice. Uh, we just gave Missouri Beer uh, our Rebel Barrel as soon as it arrived. And so they're going to spend a year and create a beer from our Rebel Barrel. Freaking so cool over here. So I'm doing, I'm doing a Zoom call on the tent. See, that's. <laughs> see, that is now come to a mellow a little bit, and it's so much more enjoyable than when you open that son of a bitch up. Yeah, you smell nothing. Yeah. I don't smell anything. It's come back to the you field, got the as they say in golf. <laughs> <laughs> right, smelling, smelling everybody's diesel riding over here. <laughs> so we got uh, Missouri Beer Company. We got Missouri Beer Temp. Company, and then uh, the fifteenth is our barrel pick tasting event, which will be cool. With Brad, right? Brad, Brad's going to be here and talk about all the barrel picks, and then. Uh, and that's a fifty-dollar ticket, and you choose a bottle, right? Pick a bottle when you're done. So it'll be. Uh, it's. I mean, it's essentially you're getting the tasting for free because the bottles are all. Are fifty bucks? Yeah. So uh, you're essentially buying a barrel and get to do all the tasting and learn about all of them uh, from Brad. So, that's nice. Cool. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be a fun night. Plus, you got Christmas. Put that yeah, Christmas. Got Christmas. Got, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you probably stick it on the shorts. I do, actually. I do now. <laughs> I really should have recorded what this whole thing. What is that, Delby? <laughs> yeah. uh, got live music. Got Got three weekends of live music. Yep. Got Chuck Flowers tomorrow night. Got uh, Joe Mancuso, I believe, next weekend, and John Shanahan the week after that. Uh, I think that's all. Right on. New Year's Eve. We're gonna have a New Year's Eve New party. Year's party. I'll be here. Masquerade. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Well, I was, really? I was clothing optional. Well, no, always for me. <laughs> it's, it's always I'll be here. Don't know how long let me stay, but I'll be here. <laughs> I can't wait to see all of the uh, What do you got going on, man? And don't be silly. I know you got some shit going on. Nope. We have uh, the... Oh, God. I gotta remember dates. You got a rolling event, right? Yeah. Uh, I was trying to think of the date. The 6th? No. I hope not. Uh, <laughs> the 12th? Right, 11th. 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 Saturday the 11th, we got uh, Scott from STL Cigars coming to roll cigars. We're celebrating our anniversary. It was December 1st, 2016 when we opened, but Scott was busy. So, and then, uh, <clears throat> so then the, the girls are, uh, my girlfriend loves to make fresh fruit cocktails. So we have these giant juicers. So. She's gonna knock out some kind of specialty cocktail. Very cool. So it'll be free food, free drinks, uh, and then uh, and then Scott will roll the cigars and uh, ping pong. Ping, ping pong, pong for ping sure. Pong table will be in. So uh, by then, and then uh, the night before the tenth at eight p.m., which is way later than what I like to be up. At eight p.m., we are going to uh, do our virtual hearth. Uh, which I don't really know what that means. What are you doing that through? I don't, fuck, man. 
like I can I can build a motorcycle in the parking lot, but I have no idea right, what's right. gonna happen. So is it a Zoom call? Uh, yeah. Are you gonna let us know? Yeah, I have no idea how this works. To be right on. So I know I have an HDMI cord that's real long, and I'm gonna plug it into my television. That's all I. That's as far as the plans are. I mean. Sweet. Yeah. So, At AP. Yeah. So no. We're just gonna sit around AP, and uh, we're going to smoke the peacemakers with uh, the guys over in New Zealand, and oh, very and cool. uh, yeah. So uh, they're. And what's from, what's that? The tenth. The tenth Friday night, 8 p.m. Cool. So we're gonna be smoking over there, and uh, hopefully they have. I don't know if they'll have the second order by then or not, but just because customs takes. They're, they're on like a crazy ass lock. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're supposed to be like kind of loosening up. So, but our 8 p.m. on Friday is 3 p.m. Saturday for them. So, okay. <clears throat> they got guys logging in from all parts of, I guess there's two islands in New Zealand. And uh, so the cigars have been going like crazy. They have like a mail out club too. And so they've been real popular there. And uh, I mean, it was amazing that he called like, I don't know, eight days later, he's like, hey, I'm running out anymore. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. You know, that's awesome. uh, I was going to, uh, I was gonna ship through UPS just cause it's right down the street and I have an account. So I put everything in, box, dimensions, where it's going. They wanted $500 to ship that. Jesus. And so I was like, hey, I was going to, you know, he's covering shipping. I was like, I was going to ship UPS just because USPS is USPS. And uh, and he goes, no, dude, he's just shipping USPS. It's, you know, it's half the price to ship to New Zealand through the United States. Postal Service. Postal Service. And the United Postal Service doesn't and, want to give right. you shit. So, which was all kind of weird. Yeah, I couldn't believe how expensive it was. Good God. Uh, to go UPS, so, but yeah, so that's, I think all I have really going on, uh, you know, we're shooting uh, the worst cigar podcast, uh, we're shooting the one, we have a camera that's so bad, we look like we have been kidnapped. You don't Kaiser. look that bad. Oh, it is bad, it is so bad, it is, <laughs> I mean, it, I, this people, people are sending us money because they think we're being held for ransom, it's fantastic, so. This, okay, okay, maybe it does. Yeah, yeah, look. Yeah, yeah. Maybe look, it look, does. Look how bad oh, we it's look. A little, maybe it's a terrorist video. Yeah, sure. right. Like, we're about to be beheaded. Somebody's going to get beheaded. Well, I mean, if you would shower and put a shirt on. Well, it was before I got a haircut, so you know, I only shower after I get a haircut. So, I mean, once every three months. Yeah, you know, my chemical romance cover band. Right, yeah. Was, <laughs> so, so, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do everything you're not supposed to do on a podcast. I'm going to eat. And then I'm going to chew gum loudly right into the microphone. So I really just wanted to see if they would sell me all this stuff. And they did. So that's kind of cool. So now I, I just have mic stands and it looks real professional. That's all. Except for the quality. But this is this room you were talking about to need a building and no, no, eventually that, have a desk and no, that room down full, room. And that, that room is full of M5 parts because now we're a BMW shop. BMW repair facility. Repair, that's better than shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good catch. I like that, right. yeah. So, yeah, there's like BMW. We don't stores. scrub bins, we shine them. Right. Right, right the fuck off. Right. <laughs> Have you talked about your event? Uh, what event? The event you had a couple of Saturdays the, the ago? The event I had a couple of Saturdays ago, uh, 
was probably the most beautiful thing I ever seen. That's great. It was really cool. I was, uh, and and I didn't know if anybody else picked up on like, like just the the magic of it. And uh, and so while I was sitting out, it was finally it was like nine o'clock. Right, I was there till almost eleven. Uh, alcohol. So anyway, I sit down. Uh, James Porter's out there, and he goes, "You know, you just did some epic shit." He's like, "You just had other cigar shops in a cigar shop," and I didn't really think about it that way. It was more like, "Hey, just come do this thing." And like you, you single-handedly did something. I, I told Brian this. You did something that reps, like like guys that handle in this in this area, swore could never be done. Well, and and. So I, I talked to a, a marketing guy a lot, and I was telling him about this, and, and he didn't really grasp, like, you know, he's not in the cigar world at all. And I and I told him, I said, you know, there's just this, you know, because we're talking about marketing and branding and this and that. And I go, for some reason, I go, I think it's like, you know, we all watch the Special Olympics to root for everybody, and I just kind of feel like I'm a Special Olympian. And, and I feel I feel like everybody's rooting for me, you know. Don't, don't, don't. you know. But and it and it, I literally at the end of the night, man, I felt so much love, and I and I sat down. What? Nothing. Just keep going. Just <laughs> so don't, anyway, don't stop. Just right, follow right. it. Roll down the hill. I love it. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, no, it was it was really awesome, and I know uh, I know Jimmy was wanting to be up there, but he couldn't, um, you know, but. Uh, it meant a lot that and Bobby Bobby sent me a message that he couldn't make it. You know, Bobby Bobby's building houses. Bobby's crazy busy. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Bobby's much like you. Bobby's right. cigar lounge is his thing. Right. Not his job. It's his no, thing. No, and him and his brothers just slam. So uh, I actually tried to get him to come help me build my yoga studio, and uh, he's like, uh, no, no, yeah, maybe in like two years we can get your <laughs> yoga studio. I'm like, no, I need it done this year, and he goes. I'll see if I can find some people. And I'm like, well, if you find somebody that's not working right now, I don't want to work right. it for me. So. <laughs> but yeah, so no, the event was beautiful. The launch was, I, everything was nice. Uh, I wish I wouldn't have fired the photographer like two hours before, but uh, it happens. So, you know, we all have iPhones and uh, the photos came out awesome. Uh, you were fantastic there. I appreciate. Oh, I know. did, uh, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the uh, the bring down on the end. I was not even aware of it. Well, you know, if you were on the, the I guess I'm not in the social media invite if, if club you could or whatever. Get on the social media, and then I would have uh, sent you a message. So I well, I am on your whatever. You, what uh, my TikTok? Yeah, no, your text. You could have texted me and said, "Hey, jackass, get your ass over here for this thing." Well, I thought maybe. That me and him communicate? Yeah. No. 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 Two years doing podcasts, you guys can't stand each other now. So. <laughs> he always lets me know last minute. He's like, oh, by the way. Uh, the day after. Man, yesterday, Weller had this thing going. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly <laughs> that's it. Really He's cool. like, oh, by the way. <laughs> it's like uh, 12 in the afternoon. He goes, Weller's having a thing at like 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock this afternoon. I'm like, dude, why didn't you tell me about this? I definitely would have been there. I don't know, my bad, dude. You know, I, I was super, I was super nervous. You know, we're so far away. Like, I, I just rode you. You know, it's it's a long ride. Yeah. Not for me. I got a uh, place to stay right down the street. Well, I know you do. 
but you know it's it's a long distance uh i was i was super touched that um that tim and jessica came I was super touched you, you brought the whole family which yep. was awesome um you know and it was cool that and we were all kind of there together we took i thought a pretty fucking badass photo god damn man that was yep. cool you know it's just it was three cigar shops in a photo and i mean you just it's just one of those things you don't we don't see that well we talked about it all the time like you've said to me goes hey dude why don't we all do a podcast together and i'm like man it sounds fantastic to me i'm not into any of that bullshit i'm just like we're stronger together than we are individually yeah. and i think it's fantastic that we all spend time together and support each other well, always and, and there's and there's tons of cigar shops around st louis and but what's what's great is there's there's a connection you know definitely you you're the first one i'm like hey can i bring some product by you like yeah bring it by like well geez why why do reps have such a hard time that was easy juice you know uh uh you know jimmy turner same way they're like yeah yeah come on yeah whatever you know i mean everybody's been and then like the hill reached out to me because like i wasn't gonna like oh hey would you you know you know they have a humidor that's insane so you know but they uh you know she reached out to me and she goes i thought this company was down we would like to have this and I'm like, oh, I don't have those. I have these. And they're like, well, we'll take what you got until you get them. What a, dude, I mean, the, the amount of love I have here. And then it's like, uh, you know, like this guy, you know, like just having the boxes come in, having having the product come in, and then the uh, the people reaching out are like, hey, I'd, I'd like to have that in my store. And I'm like, well, that's truly nice of you. Yeah. You know, it's, I don't know. It, it, it's it, a good product, though. You know, I mean, don't sell yourself short. It's a, it's a unique. Oh, I mean, it's, I didn't I didn't make cigar. it. I didn't blend it. I didn't taste any of the blends. Uh, <coughs> I just really liked it. I liked whenever I was selling. Yeah. And so, you know, when the opportunity came up, and you know, and and I was able to to make all this happen and go, um, you know, I was really happy that 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 I I don't know, I was happy that I was able to. And uh, you know, because I have the cigars do really well in my shop. Um, you know, I know, I know they're doing really well in Grant. In St. Louis, they don't move as fast because they've been here for ten years. Yeah. And people are like, "Oh, hey, those are back. That's cool." And then they move on because they they've already had it. You know, um, I don't know. I gave you a few Lance Arrows. Yep. Um, well, maybe. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I got them. Yeah, I, I was like, they hey, did make I it get, home. I get <laughs> anyway, I would like to go back to back on them. And, we can and try them we one can. day just to see if there's a difference because i don't know like the bullets smoke better now to me and than what they did when we had the bullets before right and, and that's what i think that's what i had told you before the last the first time hodge had smoked one i hadn't smoked one since i moved here we were at stanley's doing the podcast it was the first time we podcast there we were like hey patrick was like yes you can drink your own stuff smoke your own stuff but the same thing like do you mind buying I'm like yeah sure. of course man we went in and we saw, I was like, damn, I haven't had one of those in a while. It was a 10 star. Right. And we smoked them. I, was, I think that's the first time you'd ever seen exposed shag like that, like on a cigar. And we smoked it. And then the next time we did it was when we met you and you had brought him in and you were here and we podcasted and you're Dixon and you looked good and, you know, and your designer jeans and your designer boots and, you oh, know, yeah. All, yeah, yeah, for right. sure. Yeah. Innate stuff. I get it. Yeah, and I'm not worried about it. It's okay. It's okay. Fucking hipster, but whatever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll get back to that. <laughs> But um, he always gives me trouble 
because somebody will put a little tag on him and it irritates him and then somebody puts a little tag on me and then I'll say something like oh yeah that one that you know this and he's like dude you need to get over that but yeah no no no, no 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 it's not a tag you can tag me whatever no, you want but you're like but calling me a hipster because I'm into the shit I was into when I was a kid when I grew up in the era that the kids now are trying to get into so what you're saying that that's annoying you, you were doing it before it was cool See, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, that's exactly what you described. So were you working it. on cars and bikes before it was cool? It's still not cool. <laughs> oh, oh, they tried to fashion it. Well, sure. I mean, everybody, right. everybody's trying to get paid. But right. was uh, I sure? Yeah, I mean, we're okay. always building fast, stupid cars. Right, so, sure. You know, it's the, the you know. Don't whatever. talk to me about before it was cool and a floral fucking shirt. Dude, I have, I have flowers on. I brought you flowers. I'm wearing roses on my shirt. Just for you? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I wore my best uh, non-Dixon shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, oh, no, no, I don't have anything else going on after next weekend. Um, I'm going to try to get, uh, you know, the fancy Padrones in. And uh, I kind of heard that they're not selling to online retailers. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, yeah, so they actually, George actually put a blockade in, I guess you could say, due to the box shipment program. Uh, they were selling to like CI and right. CI's conglomerates, so cigar.com, to all right. that crazy shit. Right. They weren't re receiving the boxes, right? Like you mail your boxes back, right? Like a, a, a yeah. shop should do, right. right? They weren't doing it. And then they were catching, they were catching on to every company sends price increase through the year based on wood count tobacco costs right type of year like next year we're going to see a lot of increase because of the hurricane two years ago the, the crops all that jazz right but um what they were seeing is when the price was going up they were buying from you were getting discounted boxes online Right. Right? right so what was happening is you were seeing less involvement in the brick and mortar right. and more involvement on right. the online retail and that's not jorge's plan or, or george it's not 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 the plan right right when when papa padron was still alive no right hands down no right you know um well and that's you know do you carry padron here i do yeah and so i've had a just padron, one just one just padron 3000 the maduro the maduro all night all night so you know it's they're they're by far Probably my favorite cigar. Yeah. I like that strong. It's always been my favorite cigar. Uh, people ask her like, "Hey, do you have any drones?" No, I would literally smoke them every single day. Yeah. And um, the three thousand is my favorite shape. It's not too big, not too small. Yeah. Two a day. That box goes pretty quick, and I made zero dollars and zero cents on that. You know, yeah. which we, you know, and. So I order like once a year, it's this time of year. I order normally in November, but I've been busy. So, um, so you know, I'll get Padrones in. I'll probably place an order tomorrow and then um, and get them in. I actually, every time I order, it's hilarious. Every time I order, it's always right after my tobacco products license expired. So I have to submit a new, you know, my, right, my new yeah. every Because I only order like once a year. And I was like, when I heard that they're not being carried online, so I kind of looked around and everybody's out of stock. Yep. And I was like, oh, well, if we're back to supporting brick and mortar, yeah, it's huge. It's, then, it's absolutely then I'm going to start carrying and supporting. Well, I and mean, it's not like I wasn't supporting. Right. 
But I mean, in Illinois, we got such a tax on the tobacco. Right. Man, a three thousand is like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen dollars. Well, yeah. I mean, your your sixty four exclusive is going to be twenty five, twenty six bucks. Oh yeah, I'm I'm tw but, twenty eight on the little uh, Principia. The Principia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, twenty. Uh, well, that's that's actually a more expensive cigar. That's like when that you look at Hermosa yeah. Principia, huh? That cigar, the that, that kicks my ass. It's a, dude because bastard. it's potent. God, you you have you have to think. I probably I, I've been through the only thing I. I, I was mad that it came out. Well, it wasn't the one to start with the D. The, the, the Amasa. Stop it! I just, just yeah, just yeah. Just let's let's let the the coolest thing about Padron as a company pulling away from the online retailers is now as a brick and mortar that's not an established shop, you can order all the handmade you want, right? right? And, and a gas station can order handmade, but you can place an order for Exclusivo, and you can get Exclusivo now. Right. You can get into Little Hammer stuff. You can get into the Anniversary series. You can get into the, the George Padron stuff. You can get into some of the unique, fun things that you typically, not, not because you weren't established, you could have been an account for 10 years. Right. But if you're placing 5,000 at a time right. for an order, and CIs and vomits are collectively doing 135 at right. a time, right. we get no luck. You're going to get what, you know, uh, oh, there was two left. Yeah, you can have them. Right. You know? No, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's those. so much to, to a company like that to bend away yep. from online sales. You're you're going to see a, a I shouldn't say a resurgence in Padron because they never went anywhere. Right. But the brick and mortar side, you're going to start seeing it. Reengagement. Uh, re yeah. See? Yeah. Beautiful. Business hey, management. Another fucking word. Reengagement. There you go. You're going to start seeing it everywhere. Again. Do you know why they did that though? Right. Because I refused to sell the online retailers. They're like, well, Mike's not doing it. The whole Padron company were like, well, Mike's not doing it. Oh, respect, full thing, right. yeah. Yeah. If like, Alton, Illinois says no, right. we are not right. doing it. Yeah, then, you know. Hashtag Padron, Rosewood Heights for life, right? Yeah, yeah. And there. Padron, Padrones were sitting around and they're like, you guys see the Table 36 is not going to go on any internet sites at all, only break them orders? And they're like, we did. No, they probably saw your order from uh, Cigar.com with your note. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> uh, what was it? No, it wasn't Cigar.com. It was a... Uh, Who was it? Cigar page. Oh, look cigar, at me. I don't remember what it was now. It has a monkey on it. So, anyway. It's got, it's got a monkey on it? Yeah, it's got a monkey on it. It's a... Uh, what kind of note did you leave? Uh, so I ordered, didn't I send you that? No. So, yeah, so I ordered a uh, box of my own product being sold on the internet that I didn't authorize. And I own all the trademarks for. And so I, I put... Uh, so... It, get a gift receipt right so i said um uh two table 36 and then the next line is for your lawsuit and then i oddly they're all out of stock next time i looked so they they, they still printed it though it was nice <laughs> so and i think i know what brian look at your phone uh i think i know what happened i i think uh i heard somebody's feelings uh south of the here and he took his product and he threw it away and uh, or, you know, sold it to them, so... Yeah, for yeah. sure. Right. But, alright, so... free shipping. We are, yeah, we yeah, should, that, we should wrap nice. this up so we can get our booth set up. I know we got people starting to roll in around 3.30 or 4. You got a booth? A table. Well, a table. Uh, it's right there. Oh, man. We'll display all our... <laughs> These are freaking nice. Well, I borrowed theirs uh, well, on nice. their table with uh, our shit they paid for. So it's their shit. Right. Yeah. So, Brian, your setup looks nice. 
<laughs> Sounds about right. But um, so, what's been the what's been the most fun? And we we have to thank you for being. You know, we always go, you hear the podcast, the OG sponsor, the the, the sponsor. Um, it's been it's been pretty sweet setting up and hooking up and podcasting here. Most fun you've had with us here since doing the podcast. The most fun when since they podcast. Leave. Hey. podcast. Let's they limit leave. it, Brian. When they, when they leave. Podcast. But you guys pack up and make. Oh. It. No, it Sounds about right. Yeah. Okay, Mike, your turn. The most fun. <laughs> I think the most fun was my first sit-down. Was it the first time you ever done a podcast? Uh, was, not only was it the first time I had ever done a podcast, we were brand new here. We, we, we had just met. We, two weeks before, yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I think that was probably the most fun. Yeah. Oh, oh shit, no, I take that back. The week we tasted product... I segued myself into the drop line about me and my buddy's podcast and we would probably like to come smoke with you and do this and yeah. And that was the next week. So yeah. Yeah. I think a close second would be when we had the uh Viva La Vida guys on. Yeah, that was cool. With with uh, Billy and Fahita. Viva La Vida yeah. in their car. Yeah, in their yeah. car. In, in well they were like they were in interview. they were they're they're from New York. Right. right? So Billy and Fahig, they're brothers oh, that own Viva La Vida, um, the the jester and all that, right, right. Artesno del Tobacco. Right, right. Um, they uh, they live in New York. So at that point in time, when we did that. You weren't even supposed to be on the street in the state of New York. Oh, right. So they were in their car with a cell phone, yeah. and each one we had to we had to teach them. We're like, hey, if you're Billy, if you're gonna talk, lean. <laughs> Mike, if awesome. you're gonna talk, stop moving. Because like, the you know the phones turned, so the mic was their left. Right. Right. Yeah. And and so we had to do that. That that was really cool. Because we smoked through all that. I got a bone to pick with that. Remember that Lancero we were gonna get? Turns out I went to Luxury Cigar Club. So, Billy, you heard me say it. Ass. <laughs> Fuck How about you? There. What's the most fun you've had? Um, they've always, they've always been, they've always been great. We've always had a great time when we do them. That one was awesome. Luciano, that like you guys giving us the patio that day, and then us talking and courting when he had to come in for the, that. Yeah. that the whole layout on that day um, and that lunch whole, whole was, the whole week whole was week. lights out. That was beautiful. Yeah. But that day, right, like, so I, I am so glad that not everybody was here when we were outside, when, when Luciano was rolling six Leafs of Lajero together and we're out here getting higher than a kite, <laughs> enjoying ourselves, kind of, sort of, getting fresh air and needing water, right, whatever. But that was awesome that podcast you know like even though it, it is hard to listen to because luciano is very soft and delicate a pretty little angel face he is all of that that was that was amazing um meeting things that we've done like meeting mike right actually the reason that we're all friends and we all do this because he was here because you bought from him it was my first podcast too was it yeah <laughs> look, look at us popping cherry poppers that's why it's cherry poppers you know um and then other things, like when other people been here, like when the Bourbon Blondes were here, right? They post up, they put it out, we were out hanging out, I said, hey, we gotta go up and crap, we gotta go yeah, say hi. another last minute decision. We drove up here, we got to talk with them, they were on with Laurel from Macanudo, it's a fantastic podcast. I've even told them this, I'm not really a fan of that second word of the day thing. <laughs> I'm out, like when the first part ends, I'm out on the second word of the day. 
but the lovely ladies that was awesome that was really cool to to be the like to be the guys that podcast here often to be sitting out and you just get to sit and listen and see the reception on that that's really cool for me that, that's that's super unique you know it, it's it's open it's available you can do it and for the two of them to I'm not when I it's not that they're the only two women that smoke yes. cigars right they don't smoke often if, if at all would be would be a, an honest phrase they smoke once or twice a year but they set into it they set in with Laurel from Macanudo they got into the cigar and they got they got into tobacco it was really cool yes. they were doing the old yep. Forester yeah they did a for old Forester and Davis County Larceny beer Larceny. Pick, and something else I don't remember what I yeah. But that was really cool as well. Um, you know, just the the fun that we've had. Our St. Patrick's Day podcast was was nuts. That's another one that got canceled by COVID and we fixed it. You know, we did it because the March 17th or March 16th of 19 20. of 20, 20. we were supposed to be here for a podcast and you I think Dana called me or text well, you guys text me and said, "Hey, we're closed." The COVID mandate came down. You had to shut everything down. Um, and then we got to make that one up this year. And then we were supposed to have this party on the 19th. And then the restrictions ever got, or in, in 20, in December, the restrictions didn't get lifted. We thought we were going to get lifted. We can only have 15 people in the lounge. And yep. we had to can that. So we got to do it again and got to build it back. It's, just, it's, it's been cool that... that the two times things have failed, we've been able to bring them right back with word? no hassle and fun. What's this word closed? What's that mean? Yeah, tell me about What's that? I don't know. How do you spell that? Closed. <laughs> F-U-C-K-E-D. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we survived. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We survived. And you guys did something that was really cool on that. So, And I know not many people did it here, but on the East Coast, it was actually really popular. The mobile delivery thing. Yeah. Oh, um, delivered? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. You can, I was too. Were you? Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't know you then. Sorry. You were doing it too. If you called in, bought scars, you paid over the phone. Yeah. Did, it was either him or. Shit, I was collecting cash. I was driving around the city. Oh, there you go. Dropped yeah. them off. Yeah. And no, you get it squared up and set up? Yeah. Yeah, it was It was a good. Uh, Hi, How about you? I don't know, man. If you look over the last two years for me and you, now listen, I, I could talk about the Luciano experience here for two days, three days, whatever. There's no doubt that was blow your mind, but even a blow your mind more is for two years for me and you to not miss a podcast, even though the two months that we're supposed to be in lockdown, me and you are still meeting, whether it was at my house or some backyard or at the farm or whatever, we found a way to get it done and be together every week to put some content out and talk and uh, keep the Craft and Pure experience going. Um, you know, it was, was just freaking crazy. I mean, um, uh, it seems like it's, it went by fast, but yet it didn't. Um, but to be with somebody every week, I only think that we've missed one podcast and what I'm saying is not that we didn't put a podcast out, but when you were in, uh, probably went down to Arizona, we still made it work every week that we did that podcast. We got together and talked about cigars and bourbon. And I mean, I think that's fantastic. Um, 
right, we've just done a lot of, uh, of cool things under the circumstances because we had some big grand ideas. We were going to travel. We we're going to get to Kansas City, New Orleans. We we're going to do all these things, get down to Nashville and get, you know, crazy. But it, it's really for everything that was restricted. I think we got a lot done. I mean, I really do. And then, you know, there's no doubt that that weekend with Luciano, even the most experienced smoker to sit out there with him <laughs> for three or four hours, nicotine fit. Finally, somebody bought some pizza and I'm like, holy hell, thank you. It was Luciano. Because I'm like starting to shake. I mean, the guy is like yeah. literally opening bags of leaves and, yeah. you know, new blends and whatever. And we're all, you know, seriously taste profiling everything he has in his bag of tricks was amazing we had a lot of good people here that day a lot of our guys you know from sheldon to the russian and i drove in from georgia yeah you were here with us from and you georgia. had some in the banger from yeah. story from and the new yeah. red the red bird yeah the new fire fire truck yeah the ginger rolling high from yeah. georgia so well, tired. it's been it's it's been awesome. Two years. If we've done two years, then we'll do we'll do two more, five more. Yeah. I'm pumping now. We did upgrade our mic system. Uh, I kind of bit your idea and bought them. Oh, they're, yeah. port, they're portable though. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Nice. So I can anchor them and they can yeah. anchor off. We're going to stadium mics. Nice. So full uh, sound stadium guard mic. brush into three-way nice. reverb sound sound canceling. Um, yeah, I, I just. I bought I he bought got, new he equipment. Got a, he got on the iPad. Yeah, I did, yesterday. dude. He's got a soundboard and everything. Bro, I gotta wow. zoom. Dude, I gotta zoom. Yeah, yeah. But then I go, hey, no. you know how to work that? He went, nope, no. no. <laughs> Don't have a clue. I paid but uh, um, we will we are gonna wrap this up. We do need to get our table set up um, and have some more hey, fun. Congratulations to you guys for two yeah. years. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Hey, yeah. to, to both of you having both yeah. of you sitting here, like Brian, Dana. Come say hi. No, no, no. You got it. Okay, maybe on the fifth year she'll say hi. She'll talk. You need video. I, I was that'll going. Be uh, that'll be next. Yeah, you're gonna have to do it. Yeah. But you know the great thing I think about too. St. Louis and what's been good for us is everybody's been really open to the podcasting because everybody's like, "What the hell is this podcast?" Even I'm like, "Listen, bro, I, I don't. I can't believe somebody wants to sit down and listen to us." you know, talk shit about bourbon and cigars and whatever. It, it still boggles my mind. I'm just like, really? Somebody, and then Mark, every week he's like, I'm like, wow, that was probably the worst thing ever happened to me. And he's like, no man, everybody really dug it. They want to hear some more shit. I'm like, well, fantastic, man. But to get out with everybody. You two have a good dynamic. Cause it's bourbon, it's tobacco. It's, you know, and then uh, watching you learn more, watching you learn more. I'm always learning more. Yeah, yeah shit. absolutely. No, but it's, you guys have a good dynamic. Yeah. I mean, it's not all the time you get Sammy Hagar and a hipster together. And <laughs> well, it's funny because the first <laughs> time I'm the fucking throw at right in it. Well, I saw of, him. Speaking of sneaking it in, you know, what's really nice is St. Louis is full of career cigar destinations. <laughs> they sure are. And... No one listens. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad for all you. 
Like yeah, I'm, I'm, gl I'm, glad, I'm glad we're all here and everybody, uh, you know, doesn't uh, take your packaging, strip it down and try and retail your shit the way they want to. But, you know, since we're taking digs, I mean. Well, if we're going to talk shit at the end, uh, you know, I got a, I got a, I'll tell you. I get a, yeah, I get a follow-up phone call yesterday. I get an order and I get a follow-up phone call. St. Louis Shop. St. Louis Shop has supported this brand for a while and they called her like, hey, you know these prices are higher than what they were? Yeah, buddy, it's called inflation. Fucking... What are you looking at? Uh, 2011 prices? 2013 prices? It's 2021. You guys, why well, can't order? That's just too high. I said, that's a okay with me, pal. Right. Obviously, you're not the right spot for me. Right. So it is what it is. I'll tell you later. But it is what it is, and I wish you all the best of luck in, you know, doing this thing. But, you know, I'm happy with the shops that... that Man, we're happy we're with you guys for sure, no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean that's what what I want is is, is having both of you guys here. Um, you know, you're oh little stick figure, baby. Little, yeah, yeah. Dana's got this shit going on, man. We're good. You like it? <laughs> you have to come over here to hear it. Sorry. Uh, um, no, but you, you guys have been fantastic, and thank you. For I do want to tell this one story before we get off here because. When I first met Mark, it's a three-hour fucking podcast. Yeah, but he always, we always yeah, do this anyway. I mean, I, I watched him. He was doing these YouTube uh, podcasts, whatever, and I'd be there drinking and watching them and laughing and everything. And then all of a sudden, the next week, I'm there and and you know I'd been there maybe I don't know an hour. And he goes, "All right, let's. It's time to pop your cherry. You need to jump on here with me and do this thing." So I did it with him. And afterwards, I told the guy, "I'm like, oh my god, that just was." I, I just didn't think it was a very good deal. And then next week I met, uh, came out with him or whatever, and he goes, dude, that was like one of our highest rated deals. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Well, and he goes like, man, you guys was really good together. Everybody really enjoyed your, your time. And I'm like, what? Really? Yeah, and then so the rest is history. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so as we wrap this up, thank you, Brian, Mike, AP. This has been great. We're gonna have fun tonight. We're gonna get the booth set up. Um, I know a lot of our crowd. The booth. The booth. The booth is on. Well, you know, it's gonna be hard enough to keep him behind the fucking booth table set up on goddamn night anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I swirl or I swirl around. You are a squirrel. Swirl around, hover. All right, well, let's wrap this up. Thank you so Thank much. You. I smoked that Culebra tonight. You'll smoke the Culebra tonight. Don't clap. Hey, sun's going down. I'm going home. Okay. It's cold So now. smoking now. It's cold now. <laughs> All right. You good? Yeah. Listen, right. from the Bourbon Cowboys, as always, man, thanks for uh, listening and tuning us in. And uh, listen, nothing but another great month headed your way. We'll talk to you yeah. next week. You're listening to Stone Tribe on the Craft and Puro podcast. Download our brand new song, Island Time, and help us raise money for United Cerebral Palsy. 25% of our profits go to help families pay for desperately needed medical equipment and procedures. Connect with Stone Tribe at stonetribemusic.com for music and the latest Stone Tribe merch.